0: Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher, Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always,
1: Stephen DiBiakko and Anthony Galati. Hi, guys.
0: So uh, I, w- I'm assuming because Oppenheimer's coming out, we may have some new listeners. So let's just- hope so. So let's kind of yeah. just go with a brief synopsis of what the show is. Uh, sure. We go through the history of movies, talk about what's real and fake in them, and we... <clears throat> Have fun and laugh as we opinions. do it.
2: Yeah. Some
0: would say we crack jokes. Would you say it's a fair assessment? Sure. Okay.
2: <laughs> you maudlin fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so we saw the uh, the last real big blockbuster to come out this summer season. I How think. do you know it's a blockbuster?
2: We don't know if it did well.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's- kind of a tentpole project for the studio, right? Is it? Yeah. Uh,
2: the marketing's certainly intense. Well, that's what yeah, I mean. They're they did good with that. Dwarfed They're, comparatively by the Barbie.
0: Well, Warner Brothers sure. has a beef with Christopher Nolan, which is why they put Barbie up against Oppenheimer. Is that so? Uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to say that's a
0: lie. No, no. That's that's true. What's the beef?
2: Mm, okay. Where's the beef?
0: So, so he was there uh, for a long time. That was his studio of choice. When Tennant came out, his last movie- David? Yeah, David Tennant, uh, the 10th and 14th Doctor. Mm. Yeah. No, but uh, Nolan's last movie, Tennant, came out there, and he got mad that they also put it on streaming, which killed the box office, and he got pissed at Warner Brothers and left, and he went and did Oppenheimer at Universal. Ah. When he did this, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to counter-program your next movie with Barbie. Okay. And that's why they're going head to head. Right. Because usually studios try to stay out of each other's way to get more money, but this not this time. This yeah, is this was... weird because it kind of worked out for both of them. This was a joint a project. Yeah, they the
2: internet Just ran joint. with it.
0: Yeah, the Barbie. I don't think it was the Barbie internet. I think her. it
1: was them. I think they were the ones producing that content no, to be no, like certainly not. Why wouldn't you? They,
0: they weren't thinking of it. Right when
1: studios try to, they're do are enemies. They're not. They're also not creative. <sighs> they're not right. okay. Enemies is a strong word. Enemies is strong word. When you're dealing with that kind of budgeting, you're, not, you're never really enemies.
2: They're enemies. They're not even competing for the same
0: viewers with that one. You no. Know? It just became a thing where it was like right. these two- Like here's
2: this dark, somber, you know, mm-hmm. nuclear apocalypse movie.
0: Yes. And then the happy Barbie. And then
2: Barbie. Yeah.
0: It's which funny. is It's funny, yeah. Yeah. It like, worked. Um, seeing a worked. double feature of both of them is a funny thing to do. Right.
1: If you have six hours. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. But me and Steve actually saw the movie twice. Yeah. Yes.
1: yeah. Lucky you. How lucky yeah. for you. Second time, I I liked the movie more. Really? First time, I enjoyed the experience more. Does that make sense?
0: Okay. I.
2: What was it like going to a real Hollywood premiere?
0: It wasn't a premiere. We, it was uh, an
1: advanced screening. It was an advanced
0: screening. Yeah. We got hooked up through a uh, listener and guest and friend of the show, Chris LaDondo. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, awesome nice for doing uh, that for us. And we got to go see Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter early. Mm -hmm. That screening. And we went to Village Cinema East, me and Steve, and saw it.
2: Does that mean you have to shill for the movie now?
0: No, no. If we didn't (laughs) like it, we could give a bad review. Uh We were not allowed. We weren't allowed to
2: talk about it. The one
0: thing we were not allowed to do. Let's say all three of us went and saw it. We were not allowed. to have sex in the theater. Right. For some reason, they said we could do anything else, but (laughs) gay sex was off limits. (laughs) It was really like Sodom and Gomorrah in there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you saw (laughs) minus the sodomy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you saw what a rip, when you saw some of the antics, (laughs) as you know, there's nuclear bombs going off. Mm -hmm. A guy was shooting free throws. It was weird. (laughs) But uh, we went and saw it. And our one the one rule we did have was we were not allowed to put on an episode before it got wide release. Mm -hmm. Ah, So we couldn't have like recorded this Tuesday and put it out. But Ah, uh, the movie's in wide release, so we could do that now. Yes. So we saw it in seventy millimeter, and then we all saw it together uh, with nine, with and- some other people. We'll talk about at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw it in thirty five. Yes. And w- did you notice a difference, Steve? Oh, an incredible difference. Yeah.
1: You really did. It's com- It looks so much better in, in the 70. seventy. It sounds better. Everything it's was very failure. loud. Movie. Uh, oh, well,
2: that's You, Nolan. you think the atomic yeah. bomb would <laughs> would be uh, loud? But even even with that expectation, I, I yeah. it still struck me as very loud.
0: It's also Nolan. Like that's what he does. Yeah,
2: like yeah. Dunkirk was was ridiculously mm-hmm. loud. He
0: loves to pump up the volume mm-hmm. where you can't really hear what's happening, yeah, and you yeah. just hear like. Like epic score shit. yeah i had a huge problem with that i i don't like that so for better or worse this is a nolan movie yes and you could tell right nolan uh, yeah. like is at the stage of his career where he's like i refuse to tell a sequential story I can you do. rattle off
2: a couple of his movies
0: uh well sure. he did the three batman movies batman yep. became that's what he's most Knight. famous for uh right? he did insomnia yeah. with al pacino yep
2: oh wow Tenet. okay
0: tenant uh right Fucking In, Interstellar, the Prestige, the Prestige, right. which I like a lot. Dunkirk, Fantastic Dunkirk, movie. Inception, yeah.
2: Inception, that was him. Right? He's had and, big stuff, and I
0: think we named all of them except yeah. Following. So there and Memento.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh wow, that that was him. Yeah. Is that his first one?
0: Following is his first movie. Okay.
2: This is his best work.
0: I think this is his best movie.
2: But, but I couldn't dis- I couldn't agree less.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, here,
2: here's the thing. This movie was so meh.
0: You didn't like it. It, it, was it the hype
2: for you? It wasn't uh, that it's. It's not bad. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's fine. Yeah, it's not exciting. It's it's a. It's kind of a bore fest at times. I think. His How style much did you know
0: beforehand?
2: It. What, as far as the history aspect? Yeah, I know the Manhattan Project. Yeah, I,
0: like I know what happened. I didn't right. know. Like, I didn't about- know his
2: personal stuff me either. I didn't. I know knew that. he was investigated. You know, in in yeah. the fifties and stuff. I, but. Um, it, it just wasn't very compelling, you know. Okay. I, I once the bomb goes off, I think you can wrap up the movie. Yeah, you check out yeah, after. I, you know,
0: <laughs> so I the first time I kind of had that feeling. But I found myself I'm more drawn to that last hour afterwards. Well, but I think because that's
2: the shit I don't know. When you get a repeat viewing, you're certainly probably able to follow it better because the movie, as oh, you yeah. said, is very disjointed. There's a lot of characters, and you can't keep track of yes. what they're even talking about some of the time because they're you don't remember everybody's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, you got the you got it goes these people. So fast. And if you're not hyper familiar with the cat with the players involved in the Manhattan Project and all these scientists and things, very difficult movie to follow.
0: It's like, and I'm sure you guys were like me. You're like, they say the ca- the character's name, and you're like, Matt Damon, right? <laughs> Robert Downey sure. Jr., yeah. yeah, Josh Hartnett, and I know some yeah. of these.
2: Like, I know who Enrico Fermi is and and Heisenberg. You know all these yeah. people, you know, Niels like, Bohr, yeah, mm-hmm. but. Even so, like, I, you know, you put a face to the name and, and in your head in the moment. It, I wasn't I was not keeping up with it. I'm going to be honest with you. OK, by the end, sure. um, it's got a lot wrong. And I think there's a political it. slant to the film. But that's, you know, to be expected. I have my own personal biases politically that made me annoyed with certain things. It was we'll nothing, get into it as we go. It through was
0: nothing film.
2: that it was nothing unforgivable, but it was. You know, it's like, look, you know, it's, it's so predictable, so fucking predictable what they were going to do with this. Yes. You know,
0: <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know really too much about the story, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. like, so I found it interesting. And then looking in after, you know, I have a different perspective on right. the events portrayed.
2: And I think there was a lot of um, geopolitical stuff that I think would have been pertinent to put in the movie, especially after the war um that is really fascinating um that just isn't it's not portrayed and if if it's referenced it's referenced in a passing way like uh oppenheimer is a guy who was so uh public about his remorse about the bomb and how he wanted it Mm to not proliferate you know and uh he wants it to end. Yeah. And he he kind of wanted to put the, the atomic genie back in the bottle. Which can
0: never which happen. Which can
2: never happen in hindsight. But at the time, maybe it could have. Well, not to say that in reality it could have, but there was a hope. You know, you had that big meeting. There's there's a scene, there's actually several scenes where they're sitting around this big table with yeah. flowers in the middle. Yes. That's a real meeting these guys had. Yeah. And that's that was like the the scientific community and what their response to all this was. Um What they were looking for, and Oppenheim was very public about this, is what he was hoping for was humanity would be forced by this new technology to evolve, to become better than it was, almost in like a Star Trek sense. That is not explored in the film, and I think it's integral to his his character as a human being.
0: To where he develops. Yeah. Well, the film also wants to strike that somber tone at the end. It's
2: so just fixated on this McCarthy shit, which- it was a mistake.
0: We'll get into it. Well, it's they like, use that as the framing device. Right.
2: It was
1: a mistake. That was their, their major flaw
2: in the movie. You did not need any of that.
0: Well, See, I, I, mean, I, I like that.
2: I like that it's there, but I think it's it's, it, unnecessary. it's less important than they make it, yeah. than the movie makes oh.
0: Well, apparently, from what I've And read, I
2: also think, uh, personally, I think it's justified. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he shouldn't have had security clearance. Yeah.
0: Well, the, here's the thing. So I guess let's let's like kind of we're not uh, for those that regularly listen to the show. Usually we go through the movie beat by beat, but we're watching a new movie. We didn't write down and take like copious notes on the plot. And yeah. it's kind of a winding plot anyway. So we'll kind of break it down our own way. So sure. Oppenheimer is a physicist and you don't say, well, just, <laughs> just in the Background, and the movie starts sure. with him uh, poisoning his teacher.
2: Yeah, so I'd never heard any of that. Okay,
0: I looked into it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it is all—it's a lot of this movie is based on a book, which uh, the name of the book is called *American Prometheus*. Mm -hmm. And uh,
2: that—that—that explains a lot of the symbolism, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. So that—that story uh, is in this book, and supposedly it was only really told by one person. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to corroborate, but. We do know he got in trouble after school, Robert, in school Oppenheimer, and his rich parents kind of had to bail him out.
2: For attempting to murder his teacher?
0: We don't know. Right. It's, well, in the film. In the film, yeah. yeah. His that, rich parents bailed him out and he had a mental breakdown.
2: Yeah. so That
0: is in the movie.
2: Yes.
1: That sounds about accurate for physics students.
2: He grew up, he was born in 1904 <laughs> and he grew up like with a silver spoon in his mouth. He's rich. He's, he's one of those type of guys. His father was a an importer exporter.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I know a guy who does that. Really? Yeah, his name's Art Vanderlei. Really? Yeah. What does he import? What does he import? Chips, right? Chip. Yeah. Uh, stamps, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm, a, I'm bad at He's
2: that. a textile uh, ex- importer, exporter, the, uh, and the father, Yeah. Oh, okay. And his mother was like an artist. Uh, these are rich people doing rich people stuff in the turn of the century America. Um, when he developed a uh, love of physics, it was very apparent that in the United States there just wasn't the the people or facilities that could. There's not the that could properly mm-hmm. you know run a This is
0: state. someone with talent right. that needs to that needs, nurture
2: right, and the only place you could go is Europe. Mm-hmm. Yes. So first he goes to England, and then that's where the movie kind of starts. Movie
0: starts with him in Cambridge, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: uh, and quickly goes to Germany after that.
0: Yes, and we see him in Denmark, and he meets some scientists. He does like a
2: a. a Intellectual tour
1: of different scientists doing lectures.
0: Yeah, and he meets you like know? a who's who of like yeah,
1: yeah.
2: the heavy hitters century
0: physicists, right?
2: Uh, the yeah. These, yeah. Are the Bohr, these are the people that are changing Heisenberg. the world, right? Albert Einstein, yeah. You know? yeah, and all these people. You know, Einstein comes along in the twenties and thirties, and and rewrites the book on the universe essentially mm-hmm. and all of these young guys beneath him will build upon his genius kind of stand on the shoulder of giant well
0: that's how technology works right like right. it and science yeah. and, the, and the movie
2: does a very good job of explaining and portraying yes. that.
0: Mm-hmm. and they have like a couple of lines where like someone says einstein's the most brilliant scientific mind of our time and he's it goes he says of his no time. of his time right because yeah. it progresses mm-hmm. you know so Oppenheimer, uh, you know, he starts really quantum physics becoming a thing right. in America.
1: He wants to. He well, wants to bring quantum physics to America and be the leading scientist researching that, at least theories.
0: Well, he starts it at like Cal Berkeley, right?
2: Yeah. And they they have this good scene where he, he smashes the beakers and stuff. Yes. And that's, that's yeah. to symbolize that he's very bad at like lab work. He's a yeah. theory yeah. guy.
0: Yeah. He's not good at math. Yeah,
2: he's not a mathematician. No, No. there there are better people. But what he is good at is
0: theory. Coming up with
2: yeah, how this he can
0: understand it.
2: (laughs) No, I I can't explain it. No,
0: (laughs) only Steve can. Steve, explain all of quantum physics now. (laughs) Go. (laughs) What are
2: the what's the fabric of the universe, Steve?
0: (laughs) What's a black hole? And I don't mean in your search history.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) <laughs> what do you want to know? String theory? Do you want to know my black hole theory? Do you want to know quantum? You got excited about quantum radiation. Hole. I have. Theory- it's one of them, it's I actually one of have the... a theory on black holes that is slowly uh,
2: spreading. Is that something you want to explain right now? Sure. Do you
0: feel comfortable?
2: Yeah. Yeah. This may be how you finally Nobel Steve prize. gets to show off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Show off your uh, uh, science, Steve. uh, Wait, get him. Do you have your lab coat? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, black holes and not in your search history. Explain it.
2: What is is your theory on black holes? All right. So... As an amateur scientist. I took... uh, I was
1: taking galactic science, and one of the things that we were studying were temperatures. So if something is a hot temperature, this is the light that you're going to get. So you could actually just look at a star. Based you, on when the you light. say
2: you mean like enter- anything, anything, anything with excessive heat gives off light. Is that what you're saying? Based,
1: it, it, different. Like if light passes through a specific chemical based on like the heat and composition, you'll get a different color. So if you pass through hydrogen, it'll be a different color through, you know, I see, you know, nitrogen So the, the spectrum color. is affected by the chemical. Right. And then with the heat, with black holes, if in the movie, that's like light can't escape. Yeah. you know, So that's why you get the in. black hole. But one thing that I found interesting that came up was um absolute zero temperature. Mm-hmm. So absolute Which zero is very means cold. it's the coldest temperature anything could be in the natural world or natural universe, excuse me, uh where atoms cease movement. They don't move anymore. Uh-huh. So no matter so something what
2: something is so cold that atoms freeze. They cease to move.
0: So
1: as Does that moving, include electrons, everything. Yeah. Okay. So it does not exist anywhere in the known universe. We actually can't, we can't even replicate even it space. on Earth. Right. So we tried replicating it. We get really close, like 0.0000001% close, like really close, but we never but the hit thing, absolute zero.
2: The atom still has right. some temperature to so it. So I, I reached
1: out to uh, NASA
3: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and I said, hey, I think it actually exists in the center of a black hole. Pat, but the thing is, we can't see past the event horizon. But the math What is the term- event horizon? It's when light. That's can't That's that escape. movie
0: with Sam Neil, right. yeah, they yeah, yeah, with
1: space a spaceship, it, yeah. and then they're in hell. The space the spaceship
2: goes to hell. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so light can't escape, so you can't see in. You can't see into the center because, of a black hole. Yeah, because the because light itself can't escape, so you can't
2: get sucked. You don't know in. what it looks like. And in. we we as human beings do not actually see anything. We see light reflecting off of things, off like the event horizon, basically. Right.
1: Yeah. So with or the, the space, absence of in. light, it is impossible to see. Right, but what? But it's so dense. Like it's a di- it's a dying star where it gets so dense and compact that gravity falls into it. Uh-huh. I think the gravity because they it's really hot around that area, like around the, the around the the, the event horizon of a black everything's hole. going really fast around it, so it's going in. Like a and toilet, all that pressure. When you think of pressure, it gets hot. <laughs> no, right? Like, yeah,
0: right. Like yeah. you got the water whipping around. Kind it. Of, yeah. <laughs> I just love yeah. like he's
1: he's
2: having this level of conversation, and you go like a the
1: toilet. toilet. <laughs> Well, when you when you when you grasp your hand together at like pressure, it gets hot in the center, you can feel it. Like that's what it is. All right. So so
2: I squeeze my fist. It gets hot. It's right? hot. It's in the pressure. center because of the pressure of So when I told them
1: fist. I think absolute zero exists in the center of a black hole, I go, it's not, it's gonna be really hot because of the pressure. It's because really of the pr- pressurized. Now a black hole is sucking
2: in energy. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, or things energy. Yeah. And like well, this conversation. So much, gravity, yeah. <laughs> so much gravity, <laughs> yeah. So much gravity. So you would assume that all of that energy needs to build up in the center of the black hole. Why would that not heat up? Why would that be cold? In your opinion? Well, that's so absolute zero
1: is is atoms not moving. I think they have the theory is somewhat incorrect of it being cold. I think it's just you. It requires a lot of pressure to stop the movement of an atom. Think of ping pong balls. Okay. If I take a bucket of ping pong balls and I shake them around, mm-hmm. they scatter all over the place. Right. But let's say I take them and I put them in a funnel and they start going down. Well, eventually, they get to that funnel and they cease movement because there's so much pressure. So Is if, it because
2: there's so much pressure there's no much. there's no more room? There's no more room to move. So it's so small in the center of the black hole that the that atom That the atom move. can't move and it's collapsed within it. I think that's the only
1: place it could exist naturally.
2: That's an interesting idea. And it's I actually understand what
1: you're saying. It's spreading. To some other people, apparently. From you? I'm not the only one who thinks this. I think I was the first one to bring it up. I brought it up in my college, and I asked my professor. I'm like, is this possible? He's like, it is, but we'll never know because we can't see inside, but you would have to do the math for it. And the math is really hard. Wow. It's theoretical physics. It's hard
3: math.
1: <laughs> I'm good at I'm good at math. Now, but how like, can now use- I'm really bad at like advanced,
0: advanced calculus. Can, it's so hard. How can we use that to like make a bomb?
2: <laughs> well, you reverse it. Right that. now, someone is hearing this. And the, and they just
0: that's it. <laughs> you reverse it. We how mad you would you engineer. be if we collectively won the Nobel Prize based on <laughs> your theory? So like all three of us get it. <laughs> mean it? Who did nothing?
1: You get a million dollars for it, I think. It might be more now. So if we each got a million. I'd be, I would be, I'd kind of be upset. Knowing we did nothing.
0: Yeah, I You spoke. Said, you you, you were said like, like a toilet. Like a
1: toilet. <laughs> and the picture's you with the Nobel Prize with a fist. The quote
0: under me, like a toilet. Like a toilet, yeah.
1: So I, I, I. I Going into this movie, I actually knew a little bit more about the Manhattan Project and what they were doing, and, and the theories behind it, and stuff like that. Right. You know, because I was interested in it. I
0: still am. Sure.
1: You know, I, I look up. You know, if it if it made any progress and stuff like that. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Very so, what else do you want to know? No. So let's let's kind of get back to the movie. Okay. So this they mentioned this at, towards the end of the movie, not the beginning. Uh. Well, actually, I'm kind of skipping. They mentioned that Heisenberg. Has successfully split an atom. atom. Yes. Right, and that's a big deal. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, because he is in
0: Germany. Yes. And then the—that's where real physics. So, so
2: as far as the war is concerned, right? Well,
0: World War One hasn't broken out yet, correct? World War Two. Two. Sorry, yeah, two.
2: Oh, oh, the atom was split before the war. That's what I'm saying. Mm Yeah. So at
0: this point, it's split.
2: Yeah. Um, and that kind of sets off the same idea in, in. you know, the smartest minds in the scientific community around the world, people say, okay, well, if they can do that and it releases X amount of energy, you can weaponize it. I'm this. pretty sure you that, can turn uh, it into a bomb. That really accelerated Einstein's theory. And right. it
1: cemented his theory as like as yeah, fact. This is fact.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, but as far as uh the, the war goes, you know, you have these German scientists who are at the forefront of all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we said before, Oppenheimer had gone to Germany and to educate himself, and afterward, I think we kind of brushed through it, but what he had done is decide that America needs to get into the physics game. Yes. Not just as yeah, do, yeah. a- uh, A war thing. Not, but not as a war, because it's before the war. Academics. Um, he wanted to, he, he knew that if he went back to America, he'd be the, the guy. guy. He'd be the okay, American scientist, uh, so he ended up in Berkeley, and this is all in and the movie. Caltech. Yeah, um, and kind of transforms the science department there into a world class physics department. Yes, he and he, he got he gained a lot of followers. You know these students. He's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. That would follow him around and emulate him and yeah. learn from him, and they'd bounce ideas off each other and it, it, essentially farming geniuses.
0: He's their science. Here. Their goal, yeah. like a Stephen Hawking. Their right. goal went from
1: you're gonna teach this to we're going to publish papers, which is when you publish something, you mm. are considered in the community, right. like an expert in your field. Right. And and so people, you get something, other people are reading it and you.
2: working off what you say. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it takes a lot to get published. It's not like you just write something and then it, it works. It's like, it has to go through a lot of channels. Uh,
0: yeah. You know? And, and so what really happens kind of what kickstarts the main thing in the movie, which they mentioned briefly towards the end is the Einstein Sislard Sizzlard letter. I'm probably- Okay,
2: yeah, so the Germans, you know, obviously the Nazis have come to power. Yeah. Um, It's 1939. Yeah, and these scientists realize the potential of the atomic bomb. Early on, you know, they're they're already thinking about it, yep. and they know that if the if the Nazis get their hands on an atomic weapon, they will use it right away. And you got these two um, scientists in Hungary. I forget their names. I, I think you just said it. Actually. Well, it's
0: Einstein and Szilard well, who write the letter to FDR. The,
2: yeah, the, so they get Einstein on board. The, well, these two guys were screaming, you know. America needs to start working on this for the safety of the human race.
0: It's mm-hmm. Leo Sislard right? who right. writes it with Einstein. And they
2: go to Einstein and, and get him on board with yeah. it. And once he lends his name to it, now the president will listen yes. to it. Yes. Um, so Roosevelt will begin the early, early stages of what would eventually become the Manhattan Project. Yes. Um It should also be said that, and this is not in the movie, uh, the British are also in, in this game as well.
0: They say, they have one scene kind of towards, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the Manhattan Project where they have, like, some British liaisons there. Right. But they never really are like, yeah, everybody's trying to do this. Once mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor happens and America enters the war,
2: uh, the British will, they have this thing called the MAUD Committee, which are their nuclear scientists trying to do yeah. the same thing. They will hand all of their information over to the United States and jumpstart the like everything they had worked on, now the Americans have it.
0: They give us their knowledge, yeah,
2: which pushes forward. You know, the the essentially it's a race, and the Americans are losing that race.
0: Well, they say it in the movie, yeah. They're like we're eighteen months behind them,
2: right? And the British will do their part to push us, yes. back into you know being even getting to where capable we need of to be. winning yeah. the race. Yeah. yeah, and Oppenheimer will pick up the ball from there.
0: Yeah. So in the movie, uh, they show some of his personal life and they show his connections to communism and right, communist everywhere, shit. Everywhere. So, like, his brothers are communists. Yep. His brother's wife, he's banging one.
2: All of his associates are card-carrying communists.
0: And this is, this is academia. Yeah, you know, it's Berkeley in the 19th, academia. It's it, no different from I was, today. I was uh, going right. to make a joke and beat me to it. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I mean, he's
2: obviously has some communistic leanings. He's giving money to the Republican forces of the Spanish Civil War. Yes. Um, which... I definitely don't like <laughs> as far like this movie really showed me a side of his personal character that I don't like like he he's he's an adulterer mm-hmm. he's yes. a home wrecker he abandons his child yep. happily and he's giving money to communist forces. He's spectrum. the
0: exact opposite of Leo Strau- Strauss, yeah. who is actually the good guy, which I want to talk about later. Uh, yeah. yeah, Oppenheimer is he's like- He's kind of an asshole. He's <laughs> yeah. not a good guy. No. He's a genius. Yes,
2: but uh, his character is definitely flawed.
0: The guy playing him, Cillian Murphy, yeah. looks yeah. just like him. Just oh, job. yeah. He, he's and his fantastic. performance Amazing is incredible. Performance. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah. That's the one thing I will say about this movie, that every performance here is- like, top out of sight. Yeah. Well,
0: because even for the smallest roles, they're like, who's the get best actor? Let's get a actor. monster yeah. actor. Yeah. 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 It, like, I well,
2: didn't even recognize um, Downey yeah. Jr. for like the first really? couple of scenes yeah, he's yeah. in. Like, Wait a minute. Like yeah. Like yeah. Oh, and I love that the Adams Family kid is now a big time actor. The Adams Family. Yeah. The one yeah. from Adams Family Value, Wednesday's Jewish Boyfriend.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh
1: yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in Harold and Kumar. Go to White Castle. That's right. He uh, was. Yes. Yeah. He's great. He was great in this, and like I don't know his
2: name.
0: The actor? Yeah, yeah. bringing, why don't you bring uh, that up, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> Pull that up, Jamie. That up, uh, hold on. I know the guy you're talking about, mm-hmm. too. Uh, he played... He was
1: also in, in the Santa Claus, I believe. Was he? Is this the same person? Yes, he is. Yeah.
2: Yep. He was the elf. That's the right. Santa he was Claus. Bernard. Bernard, yeah. <laughs> that was right around the corner. He's the, the cool older bad. elf. <laughs> no, He's an elf with attitude. Do you know what happens when my mom uses fabric softener? I die. I die. But <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: while you look that up, we'll, we'll, back to the movie. Here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like in the movie, they're portraying David Crumholtz,
2: two... I believe. Crumholtz. Oh, Crumholtz. Wild yeah. last name. That sounds delicious. Let's get some Crumholtz <laughs> in. Yeah, here. bring him in. <laughs> I'm, now I'm Like starving. crumb cakes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh.
1: They, they have these two trials going on, hearings, and one it's he, they tell him straight out it's like yeah you're we're reviewing your top secret clearance. And then there's another trial kind of or hearing where he's uh, what was he up for? He was going into the the cabinet of, of like the yeah the president. he was going to be part right. of
2: Eisenhower's cabinet. Eisenhower's so cabinet, yeah,
1: do you, you want to talk about Strauss Go real for quick? It. Yeah, I, we have to. You're on point, Brian. I think right. Strauss is such an important role in the movie, right. but realistically. So real have quick, been taken out. this
0: movie is like <laughs> two movies combined, in my opinion, and happening
2: at the same time.
0: Well, yes. not not just that. I'm talking. He took the the building up of a man and the destruction of him from Lawrence of Arabia. Sure. And he combined it with Amadeus, where Robert Downey Jr. is Salieri. 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 That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yes. And Oppenheimer is obviously Mozart. And the, the
2: movie itself reminded me, kept reminding me of JFK throughout the whole thing.
0: Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, they name check him at the end. They do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, how could you have, you know, <laughs> this type of film without bringing the Jesus Christ of Boomer liberalism into
0: it? Holy oh, shit. A he
2: has a point. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. <laughs> so, Leo Strauss, unlike Oppenheimer, was born to a poor immigrant Jewish family. Right? Yes. And he's born in the South and he in World War 1 he like he had one bad eye his whole life from a rock fight so he uh, i wrote down some stuff about him hold on uh he served in World War 1 he served in World War 2 he's a self-made man he made mm-hmm. a fortune doing banking advising he served with Hoover for years so you know mm-hmm. what let's
1: make him the enemy in this
0: he did he <laughs> gave tons of money in humanitarian aid mm-hmm.
2: yeah, great man just <laughs> he but now he's become the face An of evil. the deep state. Yeah. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> he is, he's like, why, well, why? He's like all about American assimilation, which is why he's like, yeah. even though my name is Strauss, yeah. I want it to be Strauss, yeah. the American pronunciation. Like
2: that makes him a bad
0: guy. He didn't like, well, he didn't like communists. Right. He and hate, this movie he, loves communists. He hated <laughs> communists. He didn't like that. They're both Jewish. Um, He didn't like that Oppenheimer kind of like almost abandoned his Jewish identity, mm-hmm. that Oppenheimer mm-hmm. was a philanderer, like that he was not a moralistic good yeah. guy. He didn't yeah. like that Oppenheimer was a communist. He
2: recognized yeah. that this is a man of ill character. Yes.
0: yes. His,
1: his brain was required for the project, but no more. Yes. You know, and as far as that guy's concerned, uh, as far as he's concerned, I, I think as far as any rational person. Any rational person would be like, we can't have this guy. I'm not even going to go that secrets, far.
2: I will know? give him the benefit of the doubt, but I will say this: any rational person would say this person should be looked at and investigated. Yeah. Whether and then once you've made that investigation, you you determine is he a good guy, is he a bad guy, sure. and the the I think the right move was made by the government. Believe it or not, Agreed. I agree. Yeah. You know, I think we all agree.
0: <laughs> It, it worked out. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, due to how they were running the operation, obviously there's leaks and shit, which we'll talk about at the well, end. Oh, yeah, there's obviously spies. Which was, spies. His, which
1: was yes. his fault. You know? <laughs> that was his fault.
0: And, and hold on, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, Strauss, he brought Kodachrome to market, the camera shit. Oh, yeah? The film. Like, he brought that to market. He made money. Made
2: a great Simon and Garfunkel song.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he actually, at one point, was climbing up he was going to be the head of navy intelligence for uh-huh. world war 2 and Jeez. they wouldn't let him do it cuz he was a jew oh but he and that's another thing that bothered him is that he cl- fought and clawed for like prominence as a jew in america
3: mm-hmm.
0: like as a self-made man like he taught himself physics he abandoned going to college to get involved with world war 1 and world sure. war 2 i Off
2: mean and- that that's the the american immigrant story right it's like all these Underclass immigrant groups will fight a war for the Americans and then now they are Americans. Yeah. Like the Irish in the Civil War, the Italians in World War Two, Oppenheimer, and so on and so forth.
0: Oppenheimer never does any of that. He's born to a rich family. Right. You know, so uh, they leans already anti American stuff. And it's two people who are just never
2: on the same wavelength. They're
0: they're just two different people. They never would come get from a war. very different places. Exactly. Yeah. Uh eventually, you know, he becomes a rear admiral in World War II. Mm-hmm. He he's boys with Herbert Hoover throughout the life of his administration. Which that,
2: you know, maybe there is some questionable shit. But you know,
0: <laughs> he's he's a hardcore Republican. Yeah. Who like, and Hoover said Strauss is Strauss is one of the best guys he ever met his whole life and one of the most loyal dudes. Mm-hmm. So Truman actually like had Strauss like a Democrat had Strauss Strauss serve on the AEC. Right. And this hearing that is happening to Strauss in the movie from Eisenhower is a big turning point in American politics that's about to happen.
2: Right. So that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Like that whole era post-World War II. First of all, you have three years, I believe it's three years, where the only power on Earth with an atomic bomb is the United States. And that- will transform the American government in countless ways. This is when things like the CIA are created yep. and the Air Force is created. The president now has the power to blow up the world. And that will transform the entire office. Now the Amer- the American president is the most
0: powerful man in the world
2: who has ever existed. Ever, yeah. yeah. Um the government will expand insanely in this time. And it's never yeah. it's never decreased since, you know. Um all of these changes require growing, you know, pains and yep. that will be the mccarthy era. you know, these people are terrified. they've just gone through the most destructive war in human history and now they've got this atomic question. what do we do with it? should we do anything with it? and how do we stop our now enemy superpower on the os- the other side of the world from getting what we have because now we're going to blow up the fucking planet and kill everyone. Which
1: they were already working on and
2: right. Sting
0: I, hadn't come out with the song yet They do not right, right, know. Right, right,
2: right Do did- the Russians love their children? We don't know yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> They might hate
0: that <laughs> <laughs> I've heard they keep, in Soviet Russia we keep kids in cage and poke with stick
1: <laughs> Nobody asked that
2: question, it's um, a Sting <laughs> There's a guy named Bertrand Russell OK, uh, he is a fol- that
0: sounds like the f- most fake name ever He's
2: a real name. Uh, <laughs>
0: Bertman.
1: Russell.
2: He's a guy. He's born in the 1870s. OK, he's an old man by this period in time. He's a devout pacifist. He is. Um, God, nobody likes those. He was arrested in World War. He's British. He was arrested okay. in World War One for being a pacifist and not getting involved in the war. Uh, he will come out and say and keep is towards the end of his life. That the best course of action for the human race right now, in this this brief moment when America has a monopoly on atomic weapons, is for the United States to invade the Soviet Union and and genocide the entire country, kill everyone.
1: What a good pacifist! Do
2: do and and he he did a lot of soul searching and coming to this conclusion. He's like, there's going to be an, a nuclear war at some point. Everyone is going. The world is going to be destroyed. So it's better that we just end the competition now.
0: Well, you have guys and like,
2: save the western world. Yeah. You
0: have guys like Patton you know? who right after World War II were like, go "Let's in. go right into yeah. The Russia." Yeah, Patton Patton will come out and say, "We fight for the we've
2: been fighting for the wrong side. We should have been fighting the Soviets the whole time." Yeah. Which is why he um, was assassinated. And that's why he was murdered. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in, we're all on the same page. In my opinion.
3: <laughs>
1: no, this is fact.
2: <laughs> Let's be honest here. <laughs> um
1: so, yeah, so there's plenty quick. of
2: there's plenty of people that are making ins- what now in hindsight is an insane idea. Yes. And they, you know? they so real quick. Another real quick. issue with the movie, though.
0: Well, I want to finish the Strauss thing. Well, this has to do yeah. Strauss as okay. well.
1: You could you could bridge it. And Strauss in the movie is like saying exactly what you're saying and exactly what Pat was saying. is like, hey, our allies, quote unquote, are actually our enemies. Mm-hmm. But they portray it in the movie as when he says it, that's like an evil thing to say. You know what I mean?
0: They yeah. they want the spirit it's of cooperation, dishonest. like from Oppenheimer to kind of like, hey, we should be working together with Well, the that's Soviets. the flip
2: side of what we just said. Right. You know, it's it, the, the, the other thing you could do, theoretically.
0: Which is kind of what Oppenheimer is pushing for in the Which
2: movie. is what he's 100% pushing for in real life, yeah, is share everything. Mm. Yeah. The cat's out of the bag. Let's put everybody on the same page. And then we can move forward. Everybody
0: has nukes. Everybody can end the world. Right.
2: It's over. It's detente, right? Um, Which is another reasonable, you know, path forward.
0: And honestly, if you think about it, it like-
2: But what that requires is to eternally walk the tightrope of nuclear destruction. We are still to this day walking that tightrope. We don't think about it anymore. Well, well, we, we went. A we, no we went a long time not thinking <laughs> about it.
0: Basically, right? most of our lives. Yes, yeah.
2: but the the sort of Damocles hangs over the human race with this with sure. this thing. At
0: a moment's notice, one crazy person could end, end the, the
2: world.
1: world. And and what's so crazy about that is in this film, it's atom bombs and hydrogen bombs. They're talking about. They're right. not talking about like thermonucle- thermonuclear weapons. weapons. Well, they end activated. up
0: mentioning it towards the end.
1: Yeah. Briefly, but it, as a theory, like, oh, somebody's going to make something bigger or something like that. But the weapons now are so catastrophically brutal mm-hmm. that, like, some of them you can't even test. They're like, it'll just destroy the world.
2: There, there's <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it that once the, you know, once the Trinity test happens, we've entered a new age of, of human existence.
0: Yeah. The, the um, atomic age.
2: We have this thing, the long peace, right? Yeah. Which is this period we've lived in since Still, world, right. since the end of World War II. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where, and what that means, for anybody who doesn't know, is no great powers have fought each other. Yeah. In it that is time.
0: relatively, like, yeah, there's been little wars like Vietnam and stuff, They're so but, small. but, right. but the the great powers, schi- the grand yeah. scheme of humanity, this has been the most peaceful time right. in the history of the when planet. I, when I say great powers, I mean the top
2: five yes. economies on Earth have not gone into combat with each other. Yep. This has never happened in human history. Um, Besides proxy wars, <laughs> well, that but but it's not direct. It's not, not direct. It's still, invading. the long peace.
1: no big country is invading another big country.
2: To lose that long piece now means human annihilation, right? Sure. Is On that a massive scale? that famous man. quote? I don't know what the third what kind of weapons the third world war will be fought with, but the fourth world war will be fought with sticks and stones. I think that's Einstein.
0: It might be, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, we still live with this every day. um yeah. We got to get Stain to come back and do another song. Maybe people forgot. (laughs) (laughs) And and
2: another point I want to make, I think it's very good and and lucky for the human race that the atomic bomb came out when it did, because obviously we had a generation that had been through the two world wars, which Mm -hmm. are the most destructive things that have ever happened. Tons of death everywhere. The generation that, had bombs put in their hands, understood violence, understood death, understand what war was. And I think-
0: As we get further from that- They
2: they didn't use the weapons. You know? Mm -hmm. Say what you will about all of these people. They were smart enough to not blow up the world, and as we move further and further away from that generation, we lose and in peacetime, long peacetime. As a Japanese listener, to right? <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> another. That's another point. I'm, I'm I want to talk make, about I'm that in a, in a second, second. too. They, <laughs> as we move further away from that, I think the danger of the use of these weapons increases because the people in charge don't have They'll the same understanding of what death and violence truly is. Sure. Um. As for that, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, I think you had to do it. I think you had to do it because humanity needed to see the power.
1: You're because, on the side of, of uh, the generals
2: in the room. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's, no, no. I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking it. about they this from it. perspective outside of World War II. Oppenheimer says it. We, if we look at it wor- very quickly, you know, <laughs> World War II, yeah, yeah, the fanatical enemy, the Japanese are going to fight to the last man. Uh, the math of it, the math and logic, if you take away any emotion from it, uh, the math adds up to the You're right. The right thing to oh, do yeah, is to blow course. is blow up yeah. these cities because it saves lives. Two hundred thousand deaths are way better than two million. Right? Because what what's the alternative? The alternative is the United States invades the home islands of Japan. Yeah, it's going to cost at least a million American dead mm-hmm. and tens of millions of Japanese and
0: dead. civilians right. and like horrible shit's right. going to happen.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here, you know, two bombs, two cities destroyed, tens of thousands are dead, but that's the end of it. You yeah. know, we can move on. You uh, showed them, and the that's the math. The em- emotionally, you you can look at it and say, these are two of the most catastrophic, horrific events in human history. We what can we'll see, see the-, the the mass death, the the cancer, the long term uh, yeah. problems of all of that. Yeah, all that's true. But in you know, give and take with that. What I wanted to say before. Was that they needed to be a demonstration to the human race? They need to understand. Well, what they this needed is. to see. Everybody
0: right. need to see. And in fact, uh, so Oppenheimer again, good guy Oppenheimer. The movie would have you believe it's totally cool with Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? right? Yeah. Well, I mean, hold yeah. on, Strauss, evil Strauss says <laughs> there's this cedar grove over here in Japan with a bunch of cedar trees. Let's do it there. It'll blow up all these fucking yeah. trees. It'll be desolate, but they'll understand.
2: I don't think they would. I don't think well, that would be good. But enough. hold
0: on. I, I agree with actually Oppenheimer. Uh-huh. But again, the movie would have you believe Strauss is this fucking evil yeah, he uh, guy. Right. It's like, he's like, you know, we could drop it on some trees. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing with him. He invented the, uh, or helped, uh, you know, come up with the uh, nuclear detection thing if the Russians, like, launch one. Okay. So, like, to detect their atmosphere. Radiation. that's He's yeah. how we found out they had one. Would that be a Geiger counter? It's or, in the or, atmosphere. Yeah, like a yeah. big one. I yeah, basically <laughs> he, so when the Russians were testing it, that's how we found out they had them from this thing that uh, Straws invented. Yeah. And then the the uh, the hearing that is happening to Straws in the movie, right? is yeah. is a bullshit position within the government secretary of Commerce mm-hmm. as a token thing, right? So what happens is this is uh, Eisenhower offered him Secretary of State, all these different positions. and basically Strauss was like, I really don't want to do any of that shit like and he was like, how about commerce? It's a bullshit position. Mm-hmm. He's like, you'll definitely get it. No one cares, you know? no one this isn't going to be anything. His personality was abrasive. He was ardently anti-communist, all this shit. He rubbed people the wrong way throughout his life. And you had- And now Robert Downey
2: Jr. will shatter his character for all all eternity. Yes.
0: (laughs) He will always be known as like the evil scumbag now.
1: which That was one of the main fucking problems I had with this. But, hold on.
0: So what actually happened in real life, the Democrats- Use this to gain momentum going into the midterm elections, mm-hmm. and they shellacked yeah. the Republicans, okay. and they took the House. It was like the biggest landslide in Democrat history, and they what they had like um sixty seats to thirty four. Wow, and it kind of set basically after this Eisenhower's presidency was all kaput. He couldn't do anything. Right, this is the end of it right here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know, uh, you know, after Eisenhower is Kennedy. Kennedy, right? So this kind of sets sets the stage for the next ten years of American politics. Sure, yeah. yeah, definitely.
2: That's a good point. Um, but just back to what I was saying about you know the demonstration of the weapon. Yeah, yeah. Look at 1914. Mm-hmm. You had all of these powers that could have sat down in a room, hammered out an agreement, and not gone gone to war. Like some sort
0: of league. Imagine if all the nations had a league <laughs> ah, that they could get to maybe, <laughs> maybe. and just work things but out. But just, just imagine- Or you imagine know, if they were like united.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a European Union, you mean. Um, yeah, but if the, all these, pow- these people could get into a room and reasonably scream at each other and figure out a way to not go to war, could have easily happened. But I think part of what led to that war was there hadn't been one since- yep. You know, not a big one anyway. Since Napoleon,
0: and yeah. they the, and they have a bunch of new t- weapons
2: yep. that nobody's used, and they're all itching to try out.
1: I'm
2: serious? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so machine funny. guns, tanks. machine guns, gas, yeah. airplanes, not tanks yet. Well, That'll come the later. Early tanks, yeah. You know, um, no, yeah, no, it's true. That's why the bomb had to go off because if they if nobody really understood what it was, some general is like, I want to see what it does. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: And they might have dropped it on a real target, and right? Next thing you know, yeah. Like they even, not that
2: not that those cities were real they, targets. They
0: avoided but Tokyo and Kyoto. That's why well, Tokyo mean, was yeah. destroyed already.
2: Okay, um, Tokyo was taken off before the bomb was ever finished off of the vital target list because they incendiary bombed Tokyo, and actually more people died. Was in that the that. thing with the bats? No, the bats never happened. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about the bats?
0: Well, I I thought there was a thing where they put like f- bit, f- uh bombs on. It's bats. a real thing. It's a real thing then. But happened.
2: it was never uh deployed. It was oh. tested and it worked. Okay. Uh this, Brian's talking about the bat bomb. For anybody that doesn't know, it was
0: a secret weapon. No, 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 States. Eleanor Roosevelt's
2: friend came up with it. So uh Japan at the time had all these uh buildings that were essentially made of wood and paper. Mm-hmm. They didn't use a lot of concrete. So fire is real fucking problematic for them. <laughs> so what this thing was was you take a giant capsule and you'd fill it with bats, you know, batman yeah. bats. Yeah, yeah, bats. Um the animal. And you put little incendiary devices on their legs. So you take this, <laughs> uh, 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 you take this bomb, you fly it over Tokyo, and you drop it. And all the bats fly
3: out. Fly out <laughs> and
2: inevitably, bats, what they do is they go up into rafters and attics oh, yeah. and things. And then all of a sudden, at the same time, the timed incendiary devices go off. You'd have thousands of fires <laughs> all over a city at the same time. It'd be impossible to fight the fire. It's a good idea if you want to kill a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. But it's funny, they yeah. never went through with they, it. They made it. When they tested it, it burnt down the little village that they had made. Okay, but they never the the war was over. But by the time it was uh, ready okay. to be deployed, so I thought that was deployed. No, 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 no. But <laughs> incendiary bombs the were used. Population just wiped out. <laughs> yeah. Incendiary bombs were used in the war, and Tokyo was devastated by this, and more right. people died in that than the atomic bomb. Okay, now we have white phosphorus.
0: So I got that mixed up. Yeah. A Little science for but you. But back to the movie. So the government yeah. decides that. Uh, We're going to get the Manhattan Project going, and they're going to put Oppenheimer in charge despite his communist leanings. Yeah. And Oppenheimer in the movie would have you believe it's because of his communist leanings, because they can control <laughs> yes. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Man. Like,
2: why? Why do you do this? It's just again and again. Like- it's the poor downtrodden communist. Because the- this is a Hollywood movie and that's what they're gonna do. I know. Because they're still mad at Joseph McCarthy from yeah. 70 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> He was right, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, that's that. I feel. By the way, uh, Matt Damon really fucking great in this. Oh, everybody is great. Maybe his best performance.
0: Goodwill Hunting, still, but he's Mm -hmm. great in this.
2: Uh, Everybody, he he, he plays Groves. He plays uh, General.
0: Yeah, yeah. There is not a bad performance in Mm -hmm. this. Uh, Groves, what do we know about him?
2: He's a colonel that they made a general and put him in charge of the Manhattan Project.
0: That's really the only- That's really
2: all you need to know about him, and he worked you know, alongside Oppenheimer. And he did seem to
0: like
1: Oppenheimer.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure they had a a good personal work. Some sort of
1: respect. In the movie, they said he had a background in engineering. I don't know if that's the truth. He went to MIT. He did actually go to MIT. Mm -hmm. That's what they
2: said in the movie. I guess we have to touch on his uh, love life. Right. Okay.
1: This is all real in the movie. They actually nailed everything about this part. Yeah. I, I, honestly, if there's one thing that they got very right, it was his love life. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was he had he had a communist girlfriend. Uh, yeah. he had he had this wife who was an ex-communist, like
2: who, who he stole from her husband.
1: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that happened Well, he's uh, a philanderer.
0: He fucks yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the, and the, the, the ex-girlfriend May- did kill herself after yep. they
2: were together one night.
0: Now, now, some people believe that it was a hit. In the movie, yeah. there's a moment
2: where there's a, a hand, hand holding her down underwater. Yes.
1: Who is that supposed to Is that supposed to be Oppenheimer? I think it's Oppenheimer's no. worries that he's a suspect.
0: So there is a popular conspiracy theory that that they're paying off in the movie that leading you to like. Mm-hmm. Interpret it. Interpret it. That's my interpretation. Because there is a conspiracy that some people think she was killed because she was a communist connected to Oppenheimer mm-hmm. and what- by who
2: the government yeah
0: well you got to remember Oppenheimer's working in the Manhattan Project at this point mm-hmm. right and he is going and banging this communist right so some pe- so
2: she's a loose end yeah. she did
0: not yeah. sign her suicide note some people think that she did not kill herself and it was a hit-huh
2: Uh so the, they play with that in the, in the
0: movie they play with it. Now, Where I'm wondering, be because
2: they, in the beginning, we talked about he put cyanide in the apple. Yeah. And and this is, we don't know if this happened or not. This is something in the movie. Are they setting up that maybe he has some kind of killer instinct in him? And he's the guy that's murdering this woman? No, I don't no, think no, they're no. setting that up. Okay.
1: I th- I read it as, because when you see that happen, he's kind of like crying and distraught. Yes. Because he's telling his wife. He like, goes out in the woods. I was with her. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I was with her before, it like the night before it right. happened. And uh, in his head, he's seeing it happen. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, it might have been someone who killed her. It might have just been her suiciding. I don't know. I think it's his own worry. That so there's, showing.
0: there's a weird thing about her death, like as far as the chemicals in there, that it doesn't make sense with like an overdose in her blood. And um, this is uh, so the conspiracy theory that she was killed. There was a TV show in 1975 or there was something called the Church Committee. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. So the church committee, committee of churches, uh, it revealed the details of assassinations that were carried out by American intelligence agencies. Oh, like and, heart attack. Guns. Yes. And they depicted oh, yeah. some of these, um, some of these murders. And one is very similar to how they suspect Gene Tatlock would have died. That's uh-huh. the communist. Now, another thing that I want to give the movie credit for, uh-huh. this is the first mainstream American movie I have seen in quite some time. Where characters have sex. (laughs) I'm serious. With a real people. What do you mean? There hasn't been a sex scene in recent memory? Since basically 2008, sex has been scrubbed from cinema. Come on. What are you
2: talking about? Um, It's true. I'm trying to think of one. There, there's comedies
1: We've been that completely, have it. No, there hasn't been recent comedies. There, there's a lot scenes. of
0: shows that have it. I'm not sure. talking TV shows. I'm not talking HBO, Game what, of Thrones. What's
2: the reasoning there?
0: Part of the reasoning is the infil, infil, infantilization of
2: the American people.
0: Of, of the American people. <laughs> it's also all the biggest movies have been basically dominated by Disney since right. like 2012.
2: You're, you're right there.
0: So movies made for adults with characters fucking has been off the table. Another reason for it is anytime a male director shows nudity or sex or tits or anything, right. get him is waving a dildo at us. The green Shrek dildo. dildo. Yeah. <laughs> but... Anytime an American director, that's male, shows tits in a movie now, you have people who are angry and they say it's the male gaze. And Male gaze? <laughs> no, not those kind of male gaze.
1: G-A-Z. What are those gays doing
0: now? In
2: fact, some people- oh, Those wacky gays. <laughs> oh, they're showing so it's tits, tits again. <laughs> Just like gays do. Um- Let's see some more tits. <laughs> more. I'm a male gaze. And I love tits. Checks with tits and stuff.
0: <laughs> Another thing, do you know people are mad about the casting in this movie because of the age gap between the lead and Gene Tatlock? They're like, the age gap is too much. That's and what it was though. It, in real yeah, life, Yeah, he's like
2: banging his students. Yeah. In real yeah. life, he's in
0: so in real he's life. Older. Oppenheimer is twenty no, in real life, Oppenheimer is ten years older than Gene. Uh-huh. In the the actor is twenty years older. what's the fucking like the nitpicking that goes on from these people on fucking Twitter. (laughs) They're not people. (laughs) Yeah. That's why you're, that's why you don't count. I know. (laughs) I know. But I'm just, what I'm saying is like, so I think people and corporations have been scared to do that. Mm -hmm. And out of all directors, I'm kind of surprised it's Nolan. Why? Because that doesn't seem like something he would do.
2: His movies always kind of seem a little bit uh, antiseptic. I yeah. find
0: his work to be pretty hollow. Usually,
2: it's emotionless. Yeah. Yes. It's that's why. This,
0: that's why I
1: said this is his best work. Uh huh. Because it actually has. It depth. does.
2: Exp- yeah, it does explore.
1: Uh, this
0: is his first time having a character.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. It, this is like a in depth. <laughs> I mean, Joker-
0: outside of Batman. Batman's not a character. would have been. Yeah, the arc Joker
2: arc is, and, I mean, and so is uh, the
0: Joker's is a force.
2: He's a force. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Dunkirk doesn't have a fucking- Dunkirk movie. does not have a character. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, you know, Inception had characters.
0: I like Inception. Yeah. Inception's a good movie. but And you know what that does? It t- kind of does get to the heart of Leo's character. Yeah. You know I'll walk back yeah, that yeah, for Inception. That's a, that's a bad take. I'll walk it back for Inception. <laughs> Dunkirk, it's, you're right. It's, it's his first one since Inception where I kind of give a shit about the character. This is the,
1: the, the story that's the best crafted, you know? Even though I do dislike parts of it. Well, um, it's still the best.
2: That, that, that was my walking out of the movie. That was my biggest problem or criticism of the movie. It's like we once the bomb goes off, because that's what everybody's here for. Right? Yep. Well, everything after that, and it's about 40 minutes to an hour after that. You just it's care. just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care yeah. about this. Yeah. That's I mean, my favorite stuff. Let's in the wrap movie. it up. It is, it is the worst.
0: That is my favorite it's stuff in the movie. Boring. All that stuff.
1: Because I know mean nothing. I
0: know they're going to drop the bomb. Yeah. I don't know what's happening after. Well, I thought I was
2: expecting when I when I went in it was like, okay, we're going to get some of the geopolitics and, and yeah. the exciting stuff. But no, it's just we're going to we're going to drag him through this hearing where people come in and go, "He's actually a good guy." That's it. That's yeah. what or it is for yeah. 40 or, or, minutes. Or no, or yeah. it's people
0: going he he's. Uh, he's not that good. He's not good. It's yeah. it's one or the other, You're right? And they even have a lawyer who says that his friends say he's good. You're right. These his guys friends say he's
2: good. These guys investigating say he's not good, and then they make a judgment.
0: What know? are you gonna do? You're right. And I have thoughts about that. I'll touch on at the end. And okay. it was just for
1: his top security clearance. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> and it's like. Oh, no, you're not working for the
2: government he anymore. He doesn't get involved in, in the global decision making. you still well, a
0: massive
1: on. force
2: in the academic community. Right? But
0: no, he, he, he can't be a celebrity the same
1: way.
2: Sure. It drags his name through the mud.
1: Well, he, if you're working on that top secret stuff, you can't be a celebrity anyway. You shouldn't but he be. Was. You shouldn't be.
0: But yeah. he was, they say it in the movie. He's using that to push mm-hmm. public policy and perception he to be. That's why he had to have it taken away. But that's not why it was taken away.
2: I think. I think. Um, I actually think that is why it was taken away. Right. He is openly against you know things like the hydrogen bomb and, yeah. and things like what America's policy is, right. um, and that will put him on the radar of people like McCarthy. Also, very socially out. liberal. It's also extremely relevant that he, everyone he knows is a communist, and he's had communist leanings. Well,
0: let's. I don't want to like let's. Yeah. Let's get back to that at the end. Right. So, yeah. uh, in the movie, the Manhattan Project starts, and they kind of have like a putting the team together moment. Yeah, you know, and they're yeah. like, "We're very gonna cool ha- stuff." I love this stuff. They're yeah. like, "We're gonna have a team in this city, a team in this city, Chicago." A team. Yeah. They're trying to compartmentalize it, and
1: they mm-hmm. combine the it, they combine all those compartments into one center focal point in the country, connected by a train. Yes, uh-huh. I Lo- loved what they Los did
2: um, with the the two brandy glasses one for uranium one for plutonium yes. so, yeah we need this much filled yeah. that was great yeah. like and and it just as like the ticking clock yep. of once uh once we it's have full. These, these enriched uh minerals yep we can use and them and they're to enriching blow up it stuff. in Tennessee did right. you know
0: about yeah. that yeah okay and i found this out today um apparently los alamos was not abandoned like it wasn't like this No entity- it was su-
2: it was supposed to go on to make the next bomb
0: no 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 like before they built it there were people living there Oh, yeah? In the area? Yeah. Some woman actually, like her family was living there, and she won two class action lawsuits against the government. Because they nuked her backyard. Because they, <laughs> <'cause> they, basi- <laughs> so they basically threw these people out of that area, All right? right? Mm-hmm. They made some of the men like dig and do shit like grunt work. Uh, this woman, Leota Martinez, basically sued the government at mm-hmm. twice in one class action lawsuits. Oh, wow. Prefer. But- Uh, from them detonating the bombs and testing it, there's these people called downwinders. Have you heard of this? Oh, no. (laughs) Where it's regular people that just happen to be downwind of these tests, and they got all sorts of fucking cancers and shit. Well, that
2: reminds me of uh, the great John Wayne.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, uh, uh,
2: John Wayne famously- Genghis Khan. He was in the movie The Conqueror. Which where he plays Genghis Khan, which we got to watch that the worst. We do need to watch that, which is the worst uh, casting of all time. (laughs) I've never seen it, but I'm sure it's horrendous. Hey,
0: China, I'm gonna tear down this wall. But when they filmed it,
2: (laughs) (laughs) when they filmed it, these dummies went and rode horses through the fucking Trinity (laughs) test site, kicked up a bunch of dust. And this is like
0: 1950. right? it's like. And they right they, after,
2: they yeah. gave themselves cancer, and poor John Wayne died because of making this stupid movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're the location scout for that
2: film,
0: <laughs> how do you fuck that up? <laughs> so bad. Apparently, you can go there twice a year now. Probably, I'm that's sure. What I'm sure thought. the
2: isotopes have degraded to the point where it's not deadly. They, they do tours, yeah. like like
0: you can't take any sand or anything. Uh-huh. But there's two days a year where they do like a tour. They bring you to the test site, like walk around, <laughs> and like get the fuck out. <laughs> if
1: You come here three times, you die. It's the same thing in Chernobyl now. Yeah. You know, like you can go on a tour
2: of Pripyat. Yeah. You can drink the oh, water. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's
1: radiated. Well, it, I, that's another thing I loved in this film uh, is that you constantly, when they're near the bomb, you hear the radiation going off. That's what you hear. What like the z- That those those uh clips like Oh yeah. That's radiation hitting the the microphone. Okay.
2: I didn't know that. My uncle pointed out last night that there's constantly 100% of the time music playing in the movie. Yeah, I hate that. And except the bomb. Exactly. It's the only time it's silent is when the bomb goes off and for those couple of seconds. It's kind of a cool movie. Well, that's that's how they want That's how they get the But I don't think you needed music
1: constantly. I, I I think that was I also a mistake. Mm-hmm. I like the silence for the bomb because yeah. you want you're it's very jarring
2: it. because you've, yeah. you're used to hearing it. Yeah.
0: And then when the explosion happens, yeah, it's right. like oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's talk about putting the team together. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. get all these communist-leaning academics. Yeah.
2: Well, that's who that's who you need, right? Not yeah. not because of the communists, because that's the academic. community.
0: It's just right. so it doesn't. These matter. are the geniuses. We got to get yeah, them get here. Them, yeah.
2: What Whatever their political leanings are is irrelevant, we have a job to do.
0: Exactly. We got to get this done. And you know what? Say what you will about them.
2: They're all professionals. They, they
0: got the job done.
2: With the exception oh, yeah. of one guy who was, in fact, a communist yes. spy.
0: Well, there yeah. was a couple. Yeah. But there was that whole ring. I think they're called the yeah. Atomic Five. Well,
2: mm-hmm. you've got the Rosenbergs in 1951, I no, believe. Well,
0: they're connected to- yeah. um, To Klaus- uh, To Fuchs, right? Is that Klaus his name? Klaus Fuchs. Yeah, yeah. Fuchs. Whatever, Fox. however you say it.
2: Klaus Fuchs, Fuchs, who's a German national who's been exiled from Germany (laughs) since the Nazis took power. And he is a a nuclear physicist and he will betray the United (laughs) States and hand over his uh, information on the Manhattan Project to Stalin. And when uh, during the Potsdam conference, when Truman uh, and they make they show it in the movie, he makes reference to the existence of a super weapon to Stalin. Stalin already knows all about it.
0: Yeah. Because he has right. Fuchs, and he has the Rosenbergs, and he has all these. Right. There's a whole ring of people relaying information. Right. Well, it's the same
1: exact thing that's happening in the United States is happening in Russia simultaneously almost. They're both trying to develop the same thing. They're both trying to protect uh, that information. Definitely. And they both feel that they're enemies that need them. Definitely
2: know? to a much lesser extent in Russia.
1: Sure. But they got other still was problems. Hap- it still is yeah. happening.
2: So think about, I just want to. Can we talk about the political situation in Europe post war for a second? Post war? Yeah. yeah.
1: How far are we talking? Like right after?
2: 1945. Okay. War ends. We're
0: skipping Germany's defeated.
2: Germany's. War's over. War's over, right? Here's the political situation America and the Western allies immediately start sending the boys back home, right?
0: Yeah. They listen to Roger Waters. Yeah. Yeah. They listen <laughs> to the final cut. Uh,
2: Germany itself is split in two. You've got the East Germany, which is run by the Soviet Union, and then West Germany is split between the three Western allies, France, Britain, and the United States. You never saw
1: the West Germans running to the east side, I'll
2: say that. That's (laughs) very true. Can't imagine why. Um, Berlin itself is split up, right? Uh, The most powerful fighting force on Earth is sitting on the German border, and it's the Red Army. It's the largest one Mm -hmm. by far. Uh, and with the de escalation of the Western allies, the only thing stopping a Russian invasion of the West at that moment is nothing. All they need is desire boots. to do it, right? So, how do you counter that? Obviously, the West has air superiority and absolute naval superiority. Um, and the ace in the hole is the atomic bomb, right? Yep, there, I'm getting, I know I'm harping on this, but there's a lot of, um, temptation among the united states to just go buck wild and take over the planet if
0: right? i'm if i'm going to be honest mm-hmm. my what i've always thought is I'm, I'm about to become the most like hated guy in the show <laughs> i think we should have just ran rampant while no one else had them and just took over the whole fucking planet <laughs>
2: <laughs> that there are there were people saying that at the and time I,
0: it's like as that is
2: the, as the most reasonable thing. That guy Burton Russell was like yes. America needs to establish a global Brian, empire right now. Brian wants Myanmar now. <laughs> Nobody can
1: stop us. Why do we not have Madagascar?
0: <laughs> I need it. Yeah, like like Patton wanted to nuke Russia right away. Yeah. And I,
2: obviously, because in hindsight, you know, that, that, that wasn't, wasn't the right move. Against you. you know,
0: <laughs> things, <laughs> things
2: turned out for the best.
0: Did they? As far as the world not blowing up? Yeah. But we could have bent them all to our fucking will. <laughs> Everybody would be red, white, and blue. Everybody would be saying the pledge.
1: <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, like like back to that the political stance where mm-hmm. like you have like what's the thing? It's it's you know the atom bomb. I, I don't think that we had the resources to replicate enough to stop them. Oh yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look how long it took to make like three.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that one is the hardest to build. Right. But it's also the but process. You have to enrich exactly. so much. You need a certain amount of nuclear material. On top of that, well, didn't we
0: didn't we tell Japan we had more and we didn't? Yeah, it was a lie. Yeah. What
1: you don't realize though about this too is when you're enriching this stuff around this time, you're losing scientists left and right.
2: Why? They're dying.
1: Oh yeah, to like test this stuff.
0: I didn't know that. I actually I wrote down the amount that died. In yeah, the Manhattan it, Project. It was, yes. it was not fun for a lot of people. Um hmm.
2: Yeah, there's a moment in the movie where they point out uh the woman, they don't know what the uh, effects on her reproductive organs are. Yes. Yeah,
0: they, they, So yeah. yeah, there is a danger. Two two scientists died while working on the Manhattan Project. Just from
2: exposure right. to and radiation. You have to remember, no, uh it,
0: one guy like dropped plutonium and like it like yeah. the spores like killed him. Oh fuck. And how about this? The same that same like thing of plutonium mm-hmm. killed another guy like a year later. Yeah.
2: So some spores in the room
0: like it no it, you get hit um, by that radiation you're like dead. two guys handling the same rod fucked up yeah. and it killed them uh, it's like a cursed rod of plutonium yeah. whatever they were doing
2: holy shit
1: so and you have to remember though when you lose like a
0: scientist there
1: you ain't replacing that guy he's no, the best in the country right. that you had to dig for and it was hard to get him here to begin with right so if you yeah, lose these are valuable like, five or beings. six scientists you're adding months of work because now you got because they're the only slap. ones that can do it. Right, right. right. And wow. There's there's a wonderful movie uh, that I didn't see, but I saw a clip of it. You ever see? Um,
0: you ever see Trinity and Beyond?
2: Is that uh, the Buzz Lightyear film?
0: <laughs> yes. No. It's uh, William Shatner is narrating footage of the Trinity. <laughs> no, I haven't. And like uh, I think I think Bikini Atoll. 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 Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's just like the sh- demon core the demon core the demon what a core. great name so it's it's a spherical mass of plutonium uh-huh. and this and a fiction World World War II, War II, or two no a- this is this is real okay. this is the demon core is real uh when you're testing it you have to stand behind bricks. Remember when in the in Oppenheimer you actually see it when they go onto the football stadium you see yeah. that stack of bricks and you're hearing that t- 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 yeah. that's radiation shooting out of the demon core that's in there. Well that's
2: them separating the isotopes of the uranium, right? They're it, they're
1: irradiating the uranium. Right. To make it radioactive. Yeah, so
2: the way yep. they dug up ore all over the all over the world. Like they got a lot from the Congo.
3: Yeah.
2: Um mm-hmm. at the time they only had like four places on earth that could produce uranium ore There was the congo i think there's one in canada one in colorado and one in czechoslovakia there's mm-hmm. obviously the one the germans are using yeah um you then have to process that ore into a metal yeah and doing that is like a giant process i don't know the details of it yeah but you only get a little bit of metal from that and yeah. then that has to be irradiated somehow yeah, yeah. Do, do you know you how have to work? like and hit, they use the hit, graphite hit. to do that
1: yeah, you have to like. I, I believe you have to hit it with like neutrons. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent. You bombard
2: it. it with neutrons. Right
1: yeah, right? like neutrons and neutrinos, and you, you eventually the atoms are moving so much that it's it's trying to escape. That's why mm. that's why you get that explosion. And the way that's w- the
2: energy buildup that yeah. will be released by the bomb. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm pretty. I, I I'm. It's like wrong. a charge, I'm right? A, I'm not a physicist, but yeah. But. What you're wearing the, a lab coat. I'm going to believe anything you say. I know. but with the <laughs> demon Trust the Corps, science. With the Demon core, actually, uh, <laughs> what it is, they had a really bad incident. When they're testing it, you have this, this cap to go over it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's the sphere. And when you put the cap, the radiation starts going faster because it, it's, you're taking the proximity of the area around it and closing it in. So the radiation shooting back and forth and uh-huh. it, it increases. What happened was they were using a screwdriver to hold it open. And they dropped it, and it closed. So what happens when that when the demon core closes, it the radiation spikes and it spreads around the room. So if you're not standing behind something safe, you're you get radiation poisoning almost instantly.
2: Uh, like so Sp- the guy
1: who fucked up grabbed <laughs> the top of the core and ripped it off. When he did that, He's the radiation dead. from his hand killed him two weeks later. But everyone else in the room survived. He gave his life to save everybody. To save, and he, what, what do you he, think of my solution? solution? What happened? <laughs> There's a movie there's a movie about it. Ship, out of danger.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's
0: not really gone.
1: It's called, uh, you remember. Fat Man remember Fatman? and Little Boy is the uh, the it, movie. Wow. It's about the and they <laughs> and show that's in the be clip me if I have ever sung. <laughs> It's from 1989. <laughs> they show in the clip when he uh, when he drops it, he goes, "Nobody move. Take uh, take any metal pieces you have off cuz they mm-hmm. might be radiated." He gre- he gives them all a piece of chalk. He goes, "Mark where you're standing and write your name and get out." Because uh-huh. he knew he he in that instant he's like I'm dead, but now I have to calculate who to else save, is poisoned
2: to save you all. Yeah, that's uh that's Insane. interesting because when I know that when Chernobyl
0: happened, everybody
2: that was exposed had to throw their clothes away. Yes, you so, have to. Yeah, yeah, you know the radiation. I think that sticks. was
0: just they wanted to see everyone naked, and someone's like, "We better take off all our clothes." It was guys. just a Russian <laughs> pervert. Gotta yeah, You want to see drop some dicks. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see some fat hog. Radiation, you got to drop trowel. You know what I mean. All right, so the Manhattan Project, oh. you know, they build the nuke. Okay, so yep. the
2: bomb, right? This is the big the bomb, the big scene for the movie. Yep, kind of underwhelming.
1: A- um, End of story. It's kind of underwhelming.
2: You know what? It, it, it,
1: I think people have an idea that it's going to look like a nuke, and it's, it's, it's an atom bomb. It's a little
2: different. Well, but the it, the explosion. Nolan doesn't massive. use CGI, right? Nope. so it's oh. a real bomb. He set off a real fucking bomb to film yep. this, which. Everybody wants to see, but then you see it. And it's a bomb. And it's a bomb. (laughs) and It's fire. (laughs) It's, you know, it's cool. I'm not trying to say it's not a a visually interesting thing. I'm just saying it doesn't look like an atomic bomb. We have all seen the atomic bomb. We know what it looks like. We know what the mushroom cloud looks like. And that wasn't it. And you think it was just TNT? I saw Twin Peaks episode eight. (laughs) And that is the fucking... (laughs) The best bomb ever put to film. All right. And it doesn't stack up.
0: I have how they did it. Yeah. Okay. So they made a very big miniature called, they called it a bigature. A bigature? Yeah. I don't know how big it is.
2: So it's Archie Bunker. He's the bigot. <laughs>
0: yes. And then <laughs> they blow him up. Yeah. Uh, it was magnesium, gas, propane, and aluminum powder. So and it wasn't put uh, it
1: wasn't an atom bomb.
0: It was not an atom bomb.
1: <laughs> Whoa, shocker. It was just a shocker. very,
0: very big explosion <laughs> right. yeah. that they did. Uh-huh. And you could tell. You
1: yeah. could tell it's just a big explosion.
0: In 70 millimeter, it, it looks like looks great. But, but yeah.
1: I I kind of agree with Ant, where you watch it and it's like, if you know, you could tell that's not an atom bomb.
0: But what obviously. do you propose they would
2: do? Drop an atom bomb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that would have been. No, awesome. I I
2: look, uh. uh, uh as much as I enjoy his commitment to authenticity, maybe this could have been pumped Listen, up. he should have hit Hiroshima. Just like when in Dunkirk, you know, Dunkirk, you have the, the hundreds of British ships that are supposed to come and rescue mm-hmm. the people on the beach, yeah. right? In Nolan's movie, it's like 15 ships, yeah, yeah. and it's very apparent on the screen. <laughs> You're not capturing what happened. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I, I appreciate the reality. I do. I think it's great. I loved when he flipped the fucking truck in Batman. That was yeah. great. Everybody loved it. It's just sometimes these jo- when you're dealing with things that are this scale and you have the you have the tools. They're right in front of you that you can use to, to f-
0: make it look incredible. So I saw an interview with him and he said that the second the bomb is CG. People will smell that it's fake and the film loses any sort of. Of power it could have because it's feels artificial automatically. He may be right.
2: This was just, uh, I was expecting a visual like to be stunned. I was expecting to be stunned. Yeah, I yeah. went into that movie thinking this is visually going to be one of the greatest things I ever see. And it just wasn't. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Agreed. I agree with you.
2: He, he didn't meet my, he didn't meet the hype. You had high, he didn't meet the hype. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. No, No, I know you all love Christopher fucking Nolan. It's a movie. Because when we talked about uh, the The rock rock star directors, directors. I had 15 people contact me and be like, what about Christopher Nolan? Did you really? Yes. And can I tell you something about Christopher Nolan? I don't know what the fuck he looks like. I've never seen the man. (laughs) He's not a rock star director. People love his work. They don't love him. Steven Spielberg is a rock star director. Quentin People Tarantino. love him. Quentin is a rock star director. Or is Lucas. Who the fuck is Christopher Nolan? I know his movies. I don't know the man.
0: Do you know Stanley Kubrick? No, I don't. Okay. I
2: don't know what he looks like either.
0: He's a rock star. I director.
2: do know what fucking... uh Alfred Hitchcock. No, no, no. The one we did with Alexander. Oliver Stone. Al- Oliver Stone. I know Oliver, Oliver Stone. Well, he
0: has like that show right? <laughs> what about, what about, where he like, uh, goes and like, talks to death what spots. What about fucking
2: Ridley Scott? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ridley Scott's another one. Yeah.
0: I'm going to be honest. I'm not the biggest Nolan fan. Right. I don't think the, I don't, I think he's maybe like 60% for me as far as movies, but you know, I got to respect him for like what he does. Right. I saw he did a thing where it's him and Robert Downey Jr. Like they were sitting together answering questions with each other. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time I saw him actually kind of behaving like a human and he came off likable. And I was like, Maybe I was wrong about this guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I see. I've never even seen that. I just know. I know. I know him from his work. Yeah. I do not know the man. How and therefore, do you feel about he his cannot. Work? He cannot be a rock star director, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I, I I agree. I feel like a rock star director is someone that like can show up on a talk show and people like oh, know oh, who that. Shit. Is. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Right. Um. What do I think of his work? Yeah. The one the movies I've seen, which is I haven't seen all of them. I've seen The Batman. I've seen The Batman. I've seen Inception. I've seen This. I've seen Dunkirk. I like every one of those movies. I think Except you you don't like
0: Dark Knight Rises.
2: Dark Knight Rises is fucking terrible. (laughs) Um this of the ones I just said is the weakest one. Really? This movie, Oppenheimer. You know, you know it's better than Dark Knight. (laughs) It's not better than Dark Knight. Dark Knight is a great Even movie. Even with
0: all the plot holes that I pointed out to you about Yes, there are Anna's- tons of
2: plot holes, but it is a fun, enjoyable movie, and it is better than this one.
0: Nah, this is better. This is his best work.
2: No, this is a bore fest.
0: I love there, this.
2: There, there is large portions of this movie that I just don't give a fuck about, because I was, I was falling asleep.
1: I, I have to side <laughs> with Ant here. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that is unnecessary, but I disagree with him saying it's his worst. This is his best work. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it is a slugfest at times. It's very boring, especially at the next part that we're going to get into. The bomb goes off and you're like, if you've never seen something like that, you're probably blown away. You're like, wow, that's a fucking new. But everyone has that's seen something Adam. Like that. Dude, the, you, you have to look. Remember, the general public is really bad at this. At what? At, watching at footage of atomic bombs,
0: things, caring, yeah. caring <laughs> about
1: history. So they're probably like, wow, that's a that's a big explosion, you know, yeah. but it still is amazing that they did it. I think that's the the point of, of that moment where it's like, mm-hmm. wow, they actually they did it and they had those fears where they might destroy the whole world. Mm-hmm. Now we get the next.
0: Yeah, part. They, they apparently they we didn't mention it, but yeah. they thought they may light up the atmosphere mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, burn yeah, the world. That, the so that fission was a fear. They think
1: the fission reaction is going to continue with all stop. atoms, not because everything's yeah. made of atoms. So, which,
0: which we'll talk about you know. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
1: but well, now now would be the time because well, he goes
0: he goes to Albert Einstein because they're nervous about that, yeah. and Einstein is like, Slugs, oh, looks, looks like it's, it's your like, fucking problem. No, no
1: way to no way
2: to know until you do it."
1: Yep. He goes, this is why I don't like math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't good at math, Albert Einstein. No, neither was Oppenheimer, yeah. and. We get the next scene after the bomb explodes, and it's like, it's nothing. It's oh look, some hearings about his
0: no no secret clearance. So we get the scene of him giving the speech, which is a real speech he gave mm-hmm. after, yeah. where he's like, people may one day curse Los Alamos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: forgot about that. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and like, I like that we see the effect. I think the mo-
2: just speaking on the man, the real man. I think the moment he saw the bomb blow up, it killed his soul. You know, he he. He was a changed man from that moment. He understood immediately the effect this was going to have. Yes. And the speech scene is that is the movie's way of visualizing what he went through.
0: When I love that scene. So he's giving a speech and you see like the skin melting off people yeah, yeah, as if yeah. the crowd is being annihilated by the atom by bomb. And created. as he's yeah. walking out, he does like... And they've dropped it on Hiroshima and Nagasaki at this point. And we see him walking out and he steps in a charred body. body. Right. And it's like he's walking on the fucking graves of Of the world of these people, you know, and he's thinking of the effect. And it's like, no matter what, the first person to do this to the world, Mm -hmm. you got to feel fucked up. Yeah. Well, he is the father of the atomic bomb. Yes. So
2: that's your life. And all of the responsibility that comes with that. Thankfully, we haven't had to reckon with it. At this point, we're the history. only country at this time to drop. No, him. no. I mean, today, sitting in this room, oh. you know, humanity hasn't had to face nuclear holocaust. Yeah. So yeah. and that's why the <laughs> the final moment of the yeah. movie where he goes, we destroyed the world. Wait,
0: uh, I want to uh, let's. OK, sorry. let's save that. OK, but we get the um, so we get, you know, all the kind of aftermath of dropping the bomb. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And some people are like, we got to move on to hydrogen now. And make bigger bombs. Well, there's a guy saying that before they even finish the first one. Yes, the father of the hydrogen bomb, which I will... His name is Edward Teller. Mm -hmm. Teller, yeah. He was, you know... He's
2: the partner of Penn.
0: Yes. Uh, He's quiet. (laughs) Yeah. They do crazy (laughs) crazy tricks. (laughs) (laughs) People can't see unless they're on video. Brian just did a wonderful Teller teller. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But... So he will, the whole time he kind of wants to do the hydrogen bomb. Yeah. And honestly, when you watch the movie, it seems like most of the ideas came from him. Like, he seems like the most instrumental guy as far as like as far as hydrogen, as far goes? as all the bomb shit. Like, he's the one who's like the atmosphere thing.
2: Obviously, he's an integral part of the whole.
0: Well, the atmosphere thing, thing was wrong.
2: It was just a yeah. theory.
0: It was a theory, but he did the math eventually, mm-hmm. which kind of disproved yeah. it in real life. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: But um, and the hydrogen can't happen without the atom bomb because you need a big enough explosion to do that. well the they hydrogen. have to figure out so how to until do it. they figure out the atom you're not getting near the hydrogen so but right he away it's actually like a detriment to the success because if he was actually really. working on what he should have been working on and not the future theories they probably would have reached uh the end goal quicker
0: but they needed to be ready right away to go into the h-bomb sure but that's no. not
1: his job at that point his job was to get the atom bomb.
0: That's why they had a lot of problems. No,
1: well, they're, they're scientists researching shit, you right. know? Anyway. No, I know, but in the
0: movie, they actually have a problem with him, too. Well, they get mad. Yeah these are all these are all look I'm a Jew you got a room full of fucking Jews we're gonna be annoying we're gonna hate each other in Kvatch yeah it's, it's it's gotta be the biggest fucking bitch fest ever happened on the planet
2: self-important Jews in a in a community together like I'm
0: like oh man if I was in there I, like I'd be like I thought, oh. the, the, the annoyance. The self-importance.
2: They're sitting there like, I don't know, do an should H- we bomb. do this? Ryan's sitting there, it's I like a toilet to- bowl. We have to think of the implications.
0: You'd all be dead now because of David. <laughs> <laughs> You're all dead now because of J. Robert. <laughs> so
1: yeah, like they, they celebrate the dropping of the bombs. And then... It's. This is where it lost me completely. After this,
0: well, hold on. So he becomes like a celebrity. He's on Time Magazine. All that shit's yeah, yeah. real. He
2: gets to meet Truman.
0: He gets to meet Truman,
2: which is my favorite scene in the movie.
0: This is, is real. It? Yeah, hundred oh. percent. Truman called him a baby, a crybaby. Truman.
2: This uh, they, they change. I'd heard a different quote in the past, and the the quote I know is a little more harsh. He, he, after So what happens is Oppenheimer meets the president. Yes. And obviously this is the president. Who launched it. Who launched the fucking bombs. Dropped them. And he goes, I have blood on my, I feel as though I've ha- I have blood on my hands, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're talking to the man who, who literally launched- has blood on his hands. <laughs> He's killed tens of thousands of people. He's killed millions of people if you count the entire fucking war. Yeah. Uh, and Truman hands him a napkin and goes, like, clean yourself You're off.
1: Wipe your hands. He's okay.
2: disgusted by him. And when he has him removed from the room, he says in the movie, he calls him a baby, right? He calls
0: him a crybaby. Yeah. That's real. That's don't a let, real that, don't My, let that crybaby quote that down. I
2: heard, and I don't know which one is correct, is, uh, get this fucking cretin out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't drop the bomb. I did. Uh, <laughs>
0: He can't take my kill. Do you <laughs>
1: think anybody's gonna remember who created the goddamn bomb? Right. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna remember the one who dropped it. Right. It ain't mm-hmm.
2: about you. And Gary Oldman plays yeah. Truman. It's it's cool. I love the the suit is great. It, yeah. It, this was this was a great scene. He
0: said, "I don't want to see this son of a bitch in the office ever again." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And you think, I always think of Truman as, like, you know, the country bumpkin guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Defeats Dewey. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Here he is just bitching out this fucking guy. This morbid fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a fucking wedgie.
1: <laughs> I remember leaving the theater saying he was the worst actor in the movie.
0: Yeah, I think you're wrong. Yeah, yeah no,
2: I loved it. I loved it. He's I Gary is, Oldman. He's great. I know, dude. I,
1: I love him too, but I just feel like he was the the worst role in the movie. Jean Baptiste <laughs> Emmanuel Zor. I whispered that in his ear when he came on the screen. I heard you whisper yeah. something, and he started laughing.
0: Yeah. But so uh, now we kind of get to. The scene with all the scientists talking, the Russians have the H bomb.
2: Yeah, they find out that. Why Russians do we have not have this? Why have we not
0: been developing it? Oppenheimer has been opposed to escalating things.
2: Well, it becomes very apparent that there must have been a spy. They're spies. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, they and Oppenheimer's reveal- like,
2: there's no spy. And they're just like, they,
1: they got the bomb. They have the bomb. Right. There's a spy. Right. And Oppenheimer's like, eh,
2: nah. <laughs> no, so the, in the movie,
0: do you think? Are we
2: supposed to? Th- by the way, throughout the whole Manhattan Project sequence, yeah. we didn't touch on this. Are we supposed to think like the security processes are over the top and not necessary? No, as far as the film is
0: concerned, I think I think it's kind of just a snapshot of what it was. Yeah, you, I think it's just accurate.
2: Yeah, you, you know what? You're right. It's the scientists not appreciating the importance of the security. Yes. And the government and the military men being like, what are you doing?
0: It's, yeah. self, <laughs> it's self-important scientists.
2: Who think they're better than who everyone. thinks they're
0: better than everyone. Right. And in fact, Robert Downey Jr., as the bad guy, says, like, all these scientists think they're fucking better than everyone. Yeah. You can't And they tell, do. You can't tell them anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You just have to believe them on everything.
1: It's also a bunch of communists where they think sharing everything is important. And it's like, no, you I don't know if idiots.
0: that
2: plays into it. I'm not going to go that far.
1: I'm just saying in general. But let me
0: ask you a question. Do you think the movie wants you to think that Oppenheimer was OK with the Soviets getting the the plans? Yeah. Like he wasn't that so. like concerned. About I think security.
2: he he wanted that. Well, we know yeah. for a fact he, he wanted yes. that after yeah. he wanted everybody to be on the same page. Yep. That way no one could do the unthinkable, mm-hmm. you know, Um I don't think he ever wanted to be the guy that made that happen. He wasn't treasonous. I don't, I don't th- think he was. Um and that's my opinion, and he very well may have been in reality. We'll never We'll never know. know. Groves um, doesn't
0: think he was treasonous right. either. Uh
2: there's a scene where he's given the opportunity to pass secrets along to the foreign powers. Yes. And he doesn't take it.
0: And he does not rat.
2: He doesn't rat either. Yeah.
0: So I think I love that scene by the way, when Casey Affleck shows up. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck's performance is like actually like fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, "Tell me who it yeah. is," and he's just so calm. Oh, oh, yes, he's the uh, Pasha, the current. Yeah, who- that guy's amazing. He killed Soviets. <laughs> yeah, their he's hands. a. Yeah, he was yeah. in the
2: Imperial Russian Army with the Whites during the Russian Civil War. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's a fucking brutal guy. His father, Boris Pasha. Yeah, his father was an Eastern Orthodox bishop who was murdered by the Bolsheviks.
0: Yeah, he hates commies. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're supposed to be like this evil man. Right, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: that, uh, yeah, I know. It's so one sided. Uh, it's just so one sided. Like the audience is supposed to be like, this is a scary well, guy who's, who Oppenheimer needs to be afraid of. It's like, no, this no. is a guy who's looking out for the best interests of everyone. Yeah. What I'll say,
0: what I'll say is, I think. And I he think, was on track. I think, yeah. I think that it's kind of more nuanced than that, than we're giving it credit for, because it's like at this point, like, security, it, like, it kind of doesn't matter as much as just getting the fucking job done. Like, it's the only thing that matters. And I think that's kind of the stance they're taking. I think that's debatable. I think that's the stance because they're taking. Because when the
2: bombs are dropped, no matter how you slice it, the Allies have already won the war. They The bombs shorten the war and make it less costly, but the war's already won. So is it more important to get the job done or keep it out of the hands of the next war?
0: Well, they're w- at this point, when the pa- the Pash uh, thing, that's before they've really come as far as they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not ready to drop them. Yeah. It's at the point when they still think the Nazis may have mm-hmm. them. It's in the early stages of the Manhattan Project. Is it? Yeah, because okay. he's, he's going to Chicago. Yeah. He doesn't have a security clearance. Oh, okay. remember? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So. That's why.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and at that point I could see the argument where it's like nothing matters except just getting this done because mm-hmm. it's an arms race with the Nazis.
3: Right. Oh,
0: and this is a funny line. So after we miss this, after we they they discover the bomb, they're like, Are we really gonna drop this on human beings yeah. in Japan? And it's like six months ago, you were ready to drop it on Nazis.
2: Yeah. Uh the <laughs>
0: the Germans, not human beings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Japanese human beings.
1: Yep. It's I, the ultimate I religion. Sh-
2: don't think um that the people involved in this uh I don't I don't think they had any bo- any love for the Japanese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's in the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Nah, I don't think I don't it's think, a line in the movie I just found funny.
2: I, I think on some level every one of these people must have wanted to see their what the the end result of their achievements, you know. Um you sure, why see do what it? A man you know. But do at the same time, like they definitely had moral problems with that, too. Yeah. You know,
1: I
0: mean, who wouldn't? Right. right. At the same time, you know what you're working on, mm-hmm. you know why you're there. So, you know? uh, in the movie, it's all but confirmed in real life, too. Strauss sets up Oppenheimer for a fall. Mm-hmm. They never liked each other. They're diametrically opposed guys. Right. Just like in the movie, Oppenheimer embarrassed fucking Strauss. In like a commercial like, hearing. In a yeah. hearing, yeah. Because he wanted to oh, ship- he wanted I to didn't ship,
2: understand what that was about.
0: He wanted to ship isotopes to Norway.
2: So
1: isotopes- Oppenheimer wanted to ship No. Them. No, Strauss. 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 and For base, what purpose? I think
2: weapons. For, to
1: make uh, radiated weapons. Yeah. In Norway. That's isotopes. That's what they, are. That's what they do.
2: Right. Yeah. In Norway. I guess to expand- to. I, yeah, I guess that would, that would put uh, atomic weapons in striking distance of the Soviets closer
1: in striking distance of everything but yeah i mean cuz obviously if, if world war 3 was going to kick
2: off at that point it's going to be in germany where it starts yeah
1: it's just the means of production and i i think oppenheimer if correct me if i'm wrong says like yeah there's there's no reason to use isotopes here
0: okay so mm-hmm. uh what it is is in 1947 strauss wanted to start shipping isotopes to denmark for like um medical purposes because Strauss, so you got to remember, is a self-educated guy. Mm-hmm. He he understands a lot about physics, but he's not. He's a not sc- on the level. He's of not guys. a scientist. Right? Yeah. He's not a fucking Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. So basically, he wanted. He'll sh- bring
2: up the like a toilet.
0: He would bring up like, a, right. I hope a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say like a toilet? <laughs> Every time I take a shit, I go, for I have become God, destroyer of worlds. as <laughs> I do unholy things in there. <laughs> but he wanted to ship isotopes to Denmark, I uh-huh. believe. And basically Oppenheimer humiliated him. It was like, right. you may as well send a sandwich. Like it's useless. Right.
2: Okay, I get it.
0: It's like that. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that... Um, straws did want nuclear energy throughout the country and he was like I think that this could be like a great thing and basically make uh, like paying for electricity a thing of the past because we can just run on nuclear mm-hmm. yeah I mean
2: th- that's that's the great positive of all this right is the the advent of nuclear power which I don't think we've really we uh, haven't used it We we haven't figured out what we're supposed to do with that as a species yet you know, the options there and there's plenty of people that'll say it's the it's the great thing that's going to elevate humanity. And then there's other people that say, no, it's the most dangerous shit ever. I don't know. There's the right answer places is.
1: in Europe that are using it.
2: There's places in Europe there's that just that just dismantled Europe. all of their capacity to use that, too. It, you know? <laughs> there's
1: Japan. <laughs> that, Japan. That yeah. Right. Look, Fukushima. Look, that's what I was about to bring up. Right. Look at the Fukushima incident. If right. that went worse you're losing millions of people, millions of people for, and you can't use that land for thousands of years, which is what happened in Chernobyl.
2: Right. So yeah, it's, it's there's a, there's a double-edged sword there and right. I, I don't think we're willing to out pay yet? because
1: yeah. let's say we put nuclear reactors everywhere. All it takes is one inclined a right. terrorist group and now you're wiping out everything. Right.
0: <laughs> but, uh, eventually, so they do the hearing where Oppenheimer gets railroaded and Emily Blunt, his wife, he cheated on. She's kind of a firecracker in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. her. I hate uh, her oh, I thought she was good.
2: Oh no, she was not. good. But then there's that that scene where she's in front of the committee, yeah. and then the old guy's like, "Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You're a powerful woman. Oh, yeah, like oh you. strong woman." Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh. But she's actually, it's not, it's not uh. the trope. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Get him. Says that actually happened.
0: So I will shut up. I was. You. I was gonna say that too. But I think that did happen. Like I, she, uh, you know, she was outspoken and passionate, mm-hmm. and yeah. and it was a two to one vote. So you yeah, know. he still lost.
2: I did like that. She, you know, she was stand by a man kind of gal.
0: Stand she by. Wouldn't,
2: she wouldn't man. shake the guy's hand at the end because yep. he had bad mouthed her husband. That was cool. All right. So yep. let's get to the end. Mm-hmm.
0: So ending sucked throughout the. <laughs> All right, well, hold on, hold on. We're going to disagree strongly here. So okay. throughout the movie, I love this. Robert Downey Jr. is convinced that, and this is this is fictional, this never happened, though Oppenheimer and Einstein met, mm-hmm. there's no record of this incident in the movie, like in real life. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what, go ahead and then I'll bring it up. All right. <laughs> so-
1: I feel your tension.
2: There's a moment
1: that's so- Horrible, egregious. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I think I uh,
0: oh, know what you're talking about. Yeah, continue. So, Einstein uh, is at Princeton, and I I guess he worked there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and uh, Robert Danny Jr. is like, "Hey, Oppenheimer, I'll meet you to Einstein." He's like, "I already know him, asshole." I knew him for years. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, he th- Strauss thinks that they he badmouthed him to. Einstein, and
0: mm-hmm. it turned the scientific community against Strauss. Right. This is like a fictional thing in the movie that mm-hmm. never happened.
2: Right. But and then th- they show what the conversation throughout had.
0: throughout the movie. It's teased, and we never see the yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's all from Robert Downey Jr.'s view. And at the end, after Robert Downey Jr. is denied his like a uh, commerce position, mm-hmm. like uh, the f- guy who played Han Solo in Solo. That's the moment. Faye Con Solo (laughs) goes, haven't you ever thought they weren't talking about you? It was something more important. Right. And then it cuts to the conversation and it's like, we may have blown up the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically the last line of the movie. And it shows like an explosion. Yes. It shows explosions. The world's blowing up Uh, and it cuts to black and the movie's over. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, that moment when this guy, the guy who played Han Solo, Ugh. he's been his buddy, like Ugh. the whole time. Robert, Dyer, he's been working with him, trying to get his job. You know, they, they've been on the same side. Then this guy's just like, you're defeated. Fuck you, man. He's like, he's like, you've been screwing over
1: Oppenheimer this whole time, ruining a good man. Yeah. Fuck you. Meanwhile, he wasn't a good man.
0: <laughs> well, you're supposed to. <laughs> like he never was a good man. That's, that's how they want. He's the proxy for how the audience is supposed to feel about yes. straws. Yes. Because he likes straws. You're kind of with yeah. straws. You don't hate him. And then there's... And guess
2: like- what? JFK's on our side. Yeah. Well, that- Some guy voted against you, JFK. Maybe you heard of him, bitch. It's like,
1: oh, it's like, It
3: gets oh, so How about Einstein. Einstein? Do you see
1: what they're doing to you? Maybe you should turn your back on them. <laughs> talk, talk, he's talking about it, the country. Yeah, like yeah, look, yeah. Look, look what the country's putting you yeah. through, Oppenheimer. Maybe you should look at these Americans. They're yeah. just like Nazis, yeah, turn man.
2: Turn your back on Fuck them. Fuck them. I turn my back on the Nazis. You should turn your back <laughs> on them. And, and well, saying, Oppenheimer like, says no. <laughs> he yeah. says no. He's yeah. like, I love the country. But Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer
0: in the movie, what they basically are saying <laughs> I, I, oh. is that he put himself through like that that trial <laughs> uh-huh. as penance and punishment.
2: For creating the for bomb. For creating
0: the bomb. The bomb. Yeah, and yeah. he had to do that to suffer in society. Yes, yeah, like Christ.
2: Right. That's, dude, they build him yeah. like
0: Christ. And yeah. in fact, they say in the movie, and I I, th- I was surprised you didn't bring this up because I thought this would annoy you. He's the most important man yes. who ever lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, was surprised. Yeah. You didn't. I was, when I saw it, I was like, Ant will hate this line. Well, that, they, didn't, you know, uh, they didn't say that. When he's, I didn't
2: it. even, I let it pass over me I didn't think about it. But you're right. That is an yeah. egregious <laughs> lie.
1: <laughs> well, Strauss said it because he's so angry at Oppenheimer. He, he's, he's painting a picture in his head of what Oppenheimer was doing. And he's completely wrong about it. And one of the things is like, he knew he, this is what makes him the most important man ever, mm-hmm. you know, in the world. He they, The movie wasn't saying it. It was Strauss being a dick. Yeah. That's all it was.
0: Nolan has said himself, you are supposed to take it like that's the truth. Yeah. Nolan has said him, himself that Oppenheimer is the most important man who ever Whoever lived.
1: lived. Well, he's an
2: idiot.
0: I will say you can make a case he's the most important man of the maybe the last 70 years. He... he
2: uh, um, No. I, he crea- I, you he a created case. a new age for humanity. Yes. 100%. He not taking anything created. away from that. Other people have done that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: <it's laughs> like, this happens to be the most recent one. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It's like, think yeah. about things on a long enough timeline. It's right. like, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's yeah. on the short list of important human beings to have ever existed.
0: Yeah. Not taking, not but like, how are away. we going to say, yeah. like, Jesus Christ right. is right. like, right. <laughs> right. you know? 2,000 years of impact. The calendar and time. (laughs) Time itself is literally based on his life and death.
2: Right. He (laughs) makes Napoleon look like a bitch. (laughs) He's no JFK. I'll say that. (laughs) <laughs> this movie was. Oh, do
0: they want you to believe that Strauss is part of the deep state that had yes, Kennedy yes, he, killed? Yes, he
2: becomes the face yes. of the deep state. Okay, yeah. yeah they yeah. slander yeah. him. Yes, so he bad. had Kennedy right. assassinated. Yes. yes. You know all those CIA ghosts that are out there today fucking ruining America? That Those are the conservatives. It's the
0: Iron Man. Yeah. Suits.
2: <laughs> this. <laughs> this ending. And, and just really now like you got fucking Joker from Full Metal Jacket running around in there too.
0: Oh, uh, Matthew Modine, yeah, <laughs> just being
1: a fucking. The, the, the handling, uh, <laughs> uh, like I said, it's his best work. It's not a bad movie by any means, but the messaging behind this film is so bad. <laughs> the ex, the the storytelling is actually, I think, not good either. I think the story's good. I think the way they told it was actually bad. I don't like the non-linear Chris Nolan way well, of he, doing this. He is incapable it it. of
0: telling a story at this point. He, if, the, from A to B. The he ending of this movie,
1: it. the last scene of this movie should have been the bomb scene and it should have that should have been the end somehow. I don't know how you would have whether it takes out the 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 BS trial of Strauss. It takes the piss know?
2: out of the second the third act.
1: Yeah, it hurts yeah. it so much. And the the first act also kind of hurts because it's like they're portraying such a sympathetic communist com like community, where it's like I don't even have a problem with that. It's the later part that I have that I have but the that, issue that's with.
2: what I mean. It leads to this thing where like the communism is is like yeah. There's young people that are fucking enamored with this you know foreign ideology that they don't quite understand. You know I think um- the
0: Soviet Union doesn't exist yet
2: in the very beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not like um even like the Spanish Civil War shit like I I could see a guy like Oppenheimer being like, well, why are uh, the nationalists killing these people? We need to help them. I look at that the same way a guy like Thomas Jefferson would look at the Jacobins in the Reign of Terror. Yes. He doesn't understand what's going on on the ground there. Yeah. He you knows know?
0: that people are being killed. Mm-hmm. It's and I not it's help. not yeah. it's more about right. trying to stop something. I, I
2: I just was saying that like a, a, a person in America, looking at a foreign conflict, you know, is going to have they're not going to be in touch with what's going on in the ground. And I and I compare I'm, I'm comparing, you know, Oppenheimer's love for the Republican forces in the Spanish Civil War to Thomas Jefferson looking at the Jacobins yeah. and the French Revolution as a whole. I
0: don't you know think was. Oppenheimer was ever a full blown Marxist.
2: I don't think so either. No, he wasn't. But he associated he with a with ton him. of them
0: yeah. where you are who you hang out with at a certain point. Right. Sure. Like- right.
2: Um, well, and that, and that is why he needed to be investigated,
0: in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you had we to need to be sure security. about this guy. Now, look, a lot of it is a personal vindictive thing from straws. There's like, I'm sure that plays into it 100 There's 100%. no doubt about it at this point, but the simple fact, and like, yeah, the man built the bomb and like, mm-hmm. shit still leaked under his watch, you know? Yeah. Like. He did not, a- after the job was done,
1: like we said before, he didn't deserve the clearance anymore. He was a threat to national security at that point
2: especially because I don't know if he was a threat but he was definitely a concern
1: you just said like under his watch there was a lot of spies oh it should be noted
0: that they didn't do this in the movie Hoover was illegally tapping uh, his phone without a warrant Mm -hmm. and he would so he'd be I'm no fan of
2: Hoover either
0: Hoover's a piece of shit yeah but he would be so he would be he would be talking to his lawyer about like what they're going to say the next day. Mm-hmm. Hoover would record it, transcribe it, <laughs> and give it to the uh, Robert Rap, the lawyer going at Oppenheimer, and he would know what they're going to say. Like, like it was just a sham, tri- yeah, yeah. sham thing, sure. you know. But it's
1: also not like a, a trial; like it's a hearing for national yeah. security. Well, they,
0: there's no yeah. t- approval of guilt, right? You know? Like we said, yeah. this
2: is the birth of the national security state. Yeah. Yes. Like, The government is definitely heading down a dark path here. Yep. And no one's recovered since.
0: (laughs) So you guys don't like the last line of the movie where it's like, we may have set off a chain reaction, which ended the world. No, I said the the end of the movie sucks. So you say I don't like the last line. I like that line. I like the The
1: ending of the movie. The way he
2: ended it sucked. We have. Like, we knew that already. We don't need it. That the movie ends with pretty much being like humanity is doomed. Yes. Yeah. So you don't you don't think we have a chance of making it? We're not going to Me space. personally,
0: yeah. I actually am a completely optimistic about it. But mm-hmm. I don't fault a movie for making that viewpoint, even if I No, do. no, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, I, a, it's a reasonable viewpoint to I believe. Didn't, I didn't sure.
2: I don't think it sucks. That that was Beaver's word. No, I said um, the ending of the movie sucks.
0: Like I could see a lot. Like, I'm not emotional that way. Mm-hmm. Like if it was to happen, it's like, oh, here's Armageddon. <laughs> you right. know? Like
1: uh, I don't care about the last line. I just I don't like like, I feel like the the real ending of the movie was the bomb scene. That was the
0: ending of the movie for me.
1: I checked out. After I, that. Think mm-hmm.
0: I, I think it's I think it's done poorly. I think it's not the point of the movie isn't the bomb. It's a portrait of the man's life. I yeah. know that. And that's I so know. it's like if you're telling the man's, you know, the complete story of his life, you got to do right. that. And by the way, they cut out shit that happens after the hearing. The man went on to do incredible yeah. work about black holes. Yeah. Yeah. That later was proven right. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say that he probably should have won a Nobel Prize for the black hole work alone. Right. Sure. He was nominated four times and lost every time. Right.
2: Because his name had been dragged through the money. Because
0: he's the fucking, you know. God. Yeah. He's also the atom bomb guy. Right. Yeah. He did win, get one. And they He'd make win. it like. Uh, Wait, he won a Nobel Prize? I thought he didn't.
2: Well, he gets. No, no, you're right. He gets the Enrico Fermi Award.
0: Yeah. Um and they make a I thought he got the Enrico Palazzo award. It's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> um, he was a baseball umpire he was doing all sorts of wacky moves.
2: Yeah, and that, the day. and the movie like makes that shitty, mm-hmm. you know, that that he, they gave him an award. Well, it's, not, it's like
0: it's yeah. like everything you're doing is for them. Yeah. You know, it's not about yeah. you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like your punishment is that you got to live for them. Well, it's right. communist. It's
1: you don't own your work. They do.
0: I don't think it's. Yeah, saying no, that. I, think exactly. I think it's, you're. You're reading into that. It's self-martyrdom and self-flagellation. That's what it is. That's what they were doing. You know,
2: I don't think the movie is is sympath is. is um, It's not sympathetic to the communists. It's fucking just classic Hollywood boomer liberalism. It's like, who's downtrodden? Who are the conservatives going after? The communists. So that's our guys. We're going to support them in this movie. You know, it's not not like it's made by hardcore fucking reds. Right, right. You know, it's made by fucking people who are just like conservatives are always bad. And if they're mad at something, we're going to pump it up.
0: The movie is mostly apolitical, honestly. Yeah.
2: You know, it's- yeah, but it's sl- it's sl- mm. It's like here are the victims, the communist people, and here are the oppressors.
0: You know, it's no, it's not even saying the communists are the victims. It's saying Oppenheimer is the victim. That's what they're saying. He's the mm. one victim. But
2: he's the victim because he's yeah. friends with the commies, yeah. who are just like plucky, cool guys. But he's suffering for everybody. <laughs> they just they just want yeah.
1: they just want life and and fairness. Right. And they're fighting the fascism. Right. At no point in this movie do they show like the evil side of those people? They do show a lot of the evil side of those, like he's saying, the, yeah. the government.
2: Every time <laughs> someone is looking into communism, they are portrayed in the movie as, as bad. Yeah. Every time. And every time that they're
0: portraying those bad. people as
1: bad, the communists are portrayed as good.
0: Yeah. I don't think bad. I think the communists will take in
1: your child. Yeah. Yeah, you can abandon your child and the, communists the communist communists could be your you. brother who just wants to get married and yeah. sleep in a tent with you. Yeah, he's
2: just, he's just a traveler, just a man. Traveler. Come on. Fuck you. Yeah. You don't like JFK. The communists are just people who, who don't you just
1: want to start a scientific community together. The communists are just people who want to not drop a bomb on Japan. Yeah. The communists are portrayed in this movie as saints. Yes. Yes, and to say that <laughs> to say that they're not is a
0: lie. But <laughs> but well said. It's not. It's not the point of the movie, and they also have. It's the con- undertone. They also it's have not the, point. It's not the, point of the movie.
2: It's not the point of the movie. No, I never said that. It's the yeah, undertone. Though. It's the undertone. It's it's if you are looking for you know, it's there. It's just there. Yeah. It's it's so predictably there. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I hate
1: communists more than anybody. I know it's like it's it's just something where it's like, <laughs> but you get enamored with the Nolan stuff.
0: no, it's not it's not I'm not even a Nolan fan.
1: I'm just saying <laughs> I really like, haven't
0: liked a movie of his in years <laughs> since this I
1: was saying I was saying to him that I think at least for me, this is kind of the final straw in seeing something that's hyped for me because they hyped up Oppenheimer like, here's the bomb. That was the biggest hype. It's like they're gonna you are going to watch Nolan set off a bomb, equivalent to an atom bomb, on film, and it's the lead up to this, and it's, it's, it's that's what it's about. That's how it was marketed and portrayed in every realm. And then when you go to see it, that is such a small part of the movie that, the, don't get me wrong, the movie was good, uh, realistically, but the hype for it didn't match the payoff like he said before. But no
0: matter what, no matter how they do it, unless they stretch it out in super slow-mo, it's going to be a short event. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but there was the, sure. Not even length though. It just was visually not that impressive.
0: We'll have to sure. disagree. But you
1: don't you just dis, you disagree that the the height of the f- the film was the bomb? Like, that's the height of the film. That's the high point the true of the climax, film. the true yeah. climax.
0: 100%. I, I disagree. I think that's the end of the second act as we get into the mm. third act denouement. And all the characters wrap up their loose ends and we find out kind of what the movie has really been about this whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's why, you know, we're seeing the the flaws in Oppenheimer and the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. And it's all the portraits of this man's life that was sifted through at this hearing, Mm -hmm. which actually happened factually. Right.
1: You know? Sure. I just think they could have did it in a way that you could have the climax. I'll be call a Nolan. Good point, and
0: I'll say Steve, uh, Steve Badaglack will say he can direct better than me. I just feel like the climax, <laughs> the
1: climax shouldn't be in the middle of a movie. He's got a white coat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's a scientist.
1: You gotta oh. trust him. <laughs> I got, get him gave me this thing. I think I, I have to... I'll
2: look into it. He's gonna look into it. Now he has the tools.
0: All right. So, <laughs> wh- All right. what do you rate this?
2: I'm going to rate this a... Six
0: out of ten. It's pretty low. Right? I was uh,
2: six out of ten, and I'm doing. I'm not doing that politically. And like I said, my own personal. Well, you bi- said
0: you said you thought it was a bore.
2: I have personal biases that made me not have as much fun with the film as I could have. But I'm not basing that number on that. I am basing it on the fact that it is a bore fest. No for points large, for accuracy. For large, po- tons of points for accuracy. It's incredibly accurate. Oh yeah, but it is a slog to get through. For large portions of this film.
0: Okay.
1: I, I gave it a a 6.5. Yeah. I I I feel like I wanted this to be like an 8 or a 9 movie. It's not. It's just not. Now, did it the change? The
0: acting's good. Did it change for you seeing it the second time? Was it higher and then it got lower? Um, Because you seem to be way more positive about it when we saw it the first time. The first time I was... I,
1: I felt very much the same way about the third act. I enjoyed the seventy millimeter more. You seem to like the
0: explosion more the I first time. I like the time. because it looks better. Yeah. It
1: feels better. The sound is good, but watching it as just a movie without the the bells and the whistles.
0: Well, you're watching it how it was it, actually it filmed. Fell. Right. But we watched the crop version. It's you know you know, like it everyone's fell head is cut off yeah. at like the head, the it, forehead. It, it, it fell short it, in thirty five. It did.
1: The second time around, I I've realized a lot more of the problems and I was like, oof, this is this has got issues, you know? So
0: all right, we're yeah. going to have a very big discrepancy here. Mm-hmm. Biggest one on yet? Yeah. I don't know if it's the biggest one, but it's going to be one of the biggest. I'm going to go nine and a half. You're insane. That, it's, that is It's Nolan. far too generous. Wild. It's Nolan's generous. best movie. It's a masterpiece. It's phenomenally acted throughout, from top to bottom. No, d- no doubt about yes. that. No doubt about it's
2: that. It's
0: Nolan's most human portrait of a person. Sure. Um... It's filmed well. It's shot well. I love the score. I love... Maybe it's because I like courtroom dramas and shit like that. Yeah. It, you know, sure. like I... You have oh, to. Yeah. If You, you have to like dramas, that. You're going to love yeah. this. Um, I, it really just tickled all my things that I wanted. I'm not even a Nolan fan. I had. I haven't liked a movie he's put out maybe since Inception.
2: Did you like Interstellar? No, I hated it.
0: I liked Interstellar. I hated Interstellar. I didn't like Dunkirk. I like Interstellar more. Than I like himself. Dunkirk I didn't really a lot. I like tenant Tennant wasn't that good. Dunkirk was okay. I think this is his masterpiece. So okay, uh, d- we're d- gonna, gonna have to agree to disagree. That's yeah, discrepancy. Yeah. So okay. I say, guys, go see it. Give it a chance.
2: Oh, I think everyone should like if you're if you're at all interested in this topic, go see it and be your own judge. Because oh yeah, of course.
0: It's worth watching. Yeah. It's
2: it's 100% worth watching. And I'll say this for the movie. Made me think.
0: Well, what about this? 100% made me think. It's also this. It's also when you buy a ticket to something like this, you're telling Hollywood... To make more things like this, everyone,
2: go see this movie right now. Get the fuck <laughs> off your ass and get in the theater. <laughs> all
0: right, so, uh, for for don't new- see Barbie. Yeah, please don't see Barbie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> for newcomers, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you stuck around, now we're gonna kind of talk about some inside baseball stuff. So, if this is your first episode, you know you'll hear what we kind of been up to real quick. So, we uh, had our first kind of meet and greet hangout.
2: I guess we did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, I big thank you to everyone who showed up. Yes. Who were mostly members of my family. family yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some friends. We had some friends show some, up. Some acquaintances
1: from the some show. Some listeners of the show. Uh, some listeners. Yes. It was good. It was a good time. We uh, traveled pretty it was, far. It was
2: very cool meeting yeah. uh some of those guys last yeah, night.
0: Yeah, right. Um
2: very, very cool, very nice guys, and I like talking to them.
0: Good you guys, know? right? Yes,
2: absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Dennis and uh, PJ.
2: Yes, wonderful. Thanks for coming people. out, guys, and Jimmy the hair guy. If he counts as a fan, I don't know.
0: Chuck was there too. Chuck he, came. He's kind of
2: in the show. He was on the show. Get him yeah. with us. Get him. With us. You
0: know. Uh, it, yeah. Big thanks to everybody who turned out. I, it was fun. Oh yeah. Tons just, of fun. Just getting had everybody great together to go see something like this, making yeah. an event of it, was had a, cool a few thing. drinks. Uh, Chill. What do you think of Alamo? Your first time.
2: Well, that place is amazing, right? Yeah, what? What a great theater! It's like
0: the best p- place to see a movie. Yeah. in is Dan Island,
2: and I'm not yeah. even like one of these guys that gets food and shit at the. Did in, you get food? I ordered some French fries. The first time I've ever done okay. that, and uh, it was a nice experience. The first time I like, ever- I like that you can just have a beer in the movie theater. Now. Yeah. yeah, like my whole life that wasn't a thing, and now yeah. it is.
0: Yeah, That's now great. you it's can drink times. and yeah, 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 you know times. have a <laughs> drink and be merry. Yes, that was a good time. But thanks to everybody who came out for that. Yep. So. That's it, guys. What should everybody do? Uh, Do we have an email? While while we're doing a pick.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcast Music. Follow us everywhere ring podcasts the bell. are available. Ring that bell it's because very, you won't
0: get notified. It's very important. And that we are you ring still the here. <laughs> the bell, you got to ring it because we <laughs> shall remain. We get buried <laughs> by the algorithm. Big history keeps us down. Oh, oh, the podcast awards. Oh, yeah, I don't we're, know anything about this. We're nominated this. for Best History Podcast Are by we? the Podcast Awards. Big history can't keep us By the down. time
2: this comes out, will that be still going?
0: The voting ends, I believe, July 31st. So go to Podca- Rock the vote. Go to podcastawards.com, select Reviewing History for Best History Podcast. Also, feel free to vote for Tell em, Steve, Dave, in their categories. Yeah, they're for uh, comedy, People's right? Choice and Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But please, please, please vote for Reviewing History for Best History yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Give, it, yes. give
1: it a nice little, little vote.
0: Um, all right, time for the wrap up. Thank you, everybody, for listening and/or watching. Thank you to uh, Tom, Steve, Dave, letting us record down in their studio. Uh, come on down, visit them in Hazlitt. Visit Getum, Brywalt, Q. Thank, <laughs> thank them very much. Steve with his glass.
1: His eye looked all big. Yeah.
0: My wife said I needed one of those. I didn't understand. It oh, actually hurts. Um. Thank you guys for listening and or watching. Like, subscribe, all the places. You look like you're going to
2: pilot a Hadar ship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Saiyan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah He's yeah, going to yeah. tell you the power <laughs> level. I think, like, this has really good magnification. Uh, you know, follow us everywhere. Follow me, Percy, on all social media, Reviewing History, view History Pod on Twitter. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank review every single movie I watch. We have a bunch of links in the show notes. Please click them, follow. Thank all you, right, guys. Brian. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next time with Alexander. Yep.